Uh, I ran into a problem with those bush people. Bush people? Yeah. What was the problem? Uh, uh, while you're away and they're still on roaming, they'll start breeding. <laughs> and if you're not, if you're not there to claim the the children, what? They they'll die of starvation. What game is oh this? My God! Starving little kids, you bastard! <laughs> it's oh Ark. Goodness. <laughs> is this like a mod? Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Like a mod. <laughs> so I logged in and there was probably about fifty or sixty bags of dead people on the oh ground. My God. <laughs> oh man! That's awful. <laughs> so the mass murder. Bush people. Free loot. Free loot. Oh man! <laughs> I gotta look this up. Now that's considering they don't really have any loot worth taking, though, right? Oh no, they had loot worth taking. Oh, do they? They pop, they pop out fully looted. Right you sit around and get oh, free gifts all the time. Oh, right. Just a split second, I spilled my tea. Oh, that <laughs> uh. I, I had to get some coffee. About to say, speaking of, let me go get a glass of caffeinated tea. You need to have five glasses of caffeinated tea. <laughs> well, I've already <laughs> drank three this evening, so. Oh wow. So two I'm more, and you'll be good. Dang it. I'll be right back. I have a pop bottle while you're out there. I don't drink pop, I drink soda. <laughs> I was just about to say that. You drink all that tea, you're gonna have to pee. You're probably right, but you know what? There's been several times during a podcast when I've muted my mic and gone off to the bathroom and you guys are never the wiser. Because you're oh, no. half the time. <laughs> oh, man. Man, this is a never said pee in podcast. I'll be right back. Oh, gosh. Uh with that, you hear, Ugh. That was me. <laughs> that was so funny. Party in the Weibo, party in the Weibo. <laughs> yeah, that came into the Rated Arc DM. Here's a tip. Don't go into my DMs. Oh, lord. Here's a tip. Watch out for the tip. I'm wearing my fucking suit, and I got a luscious blonde wig on. Don't worry, as soon as I spawn, I'll find more things to kill me. What the heck is this? It's like seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck in a cage. Warning. Hey, warning. Please don't podcast and crap at the same time. I like to find an area that is heavily populated with herbivores and farm that delicious brown stuff. Badger has put his big stamp of approval. <laughs> Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Welcome, survivors, new and old, to episode 40 of Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Who'd have thunk it we'd make it that long? Right. Today is January 14th, 2017. We are we are a CRR-hosted gaming group podcast. So that means that the voices can change each week, but the roundtable discussion will always be about ARC. We have many ways you can contact us to share feedback, tips, or adventures. You can reach the show by emailing ratedark at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter. You can grab the RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in game at ratedark.podbean.com. And you can now watch us record each episode from in-game... Saturdays on Twitch at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.twitch.tv slash rated arc. And time to intro you. all of our lovely people tonight. I was going to, in, like, I'm interrupting you right now. I think your mic might be too close to your mouth because it kept hitting it. 
Okay. I'll edit this out, but <laughs> I'll just say it. it was like okay. puh, puh, puh. Well then let me talk change it here. Okay. His, his tongue is, is reaching out touching it. His tongue is reaching out. It, it it sounds okay for now. Yeah. I could lick the mic if you want. Oh, no, please there. don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm licking the mic. We take it to the next level. You will learn how to really That would really scare me. Okay. So, our lovely and slightly now disturbed people. I are... think you're be licking the mic and it's wrong. Sorry. Uh... <laughs> 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 so, you people heard Esme, and then we got Foe. What up, people? And Gigabyte. Hello. And Goon. Hey. And Iron Badger. Good evening, all. Mr. Rex is joining us the first time. Rar. Rari. And Electron. Yo, how's it going? I'm your introductor, Lee Harvey. Right on. I think, I think I'm ready to pass it on now. Now that I'm okay. done licking the mic. Yes, you mic licker. <laughs> loop drop first say hey everybody in the rated our twitch chat room special shout out to mr yogi bear we have uh also shout outs for our new crr gaming group members uh gigabyte that you just heard intro um introduce himself and virilian and tesla peltzer welcome everybody to crr i'm gonna hand the baton over to Mr. Goon, who is going to share with us our first out of two listener emails for the evening. I have to tell you, I love listening to your podcast at work. I started playing ARC when it came out on PS4. I never heard of the game until a buddy of mine recommended it. I saw some gameplay and fell in love. Now that I'm addicted and can't stop, everything I do in my spare time is ARC. So, go figure. I look up Art Survival Podcast and found you guys. I've been going back listening to all the shows in reverse. Seriously, you guys are awesome and funny as shit. Just one recommendation. Please talk about PS4 more. Everything in PC and Xbox. PC and Xbox. Blah, blah, blah. Please, more PS4. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Justin. We do need more PS4 people because we don't have any PS4 yeah, was- people gonna say I, I was gonna point out that none of us actually own it for ps4 well yogi does but he's not currently recording on the podcast unfortunately so that's yeah that's that but hey that is also a welcome to um hey justin why don't you get your butt on the show then and represent your ps4 people yeah saturday nights at 10 30 p.m eastern standard time so if that's something that works for a ps4 player get a hold of us we can you know have a little chat see if you'll do you know if you're interested so that is a a welcome an invite to uh speak up for your people because we do need more (laughs) and also we need um oh wait and also thank you justin for your email that's awesome and i'm glad and i'm and i'm happy to hear that you know you you enjoy the show and that we do make you laugh while teaching a little bit about ARC, and if not, we fill in that a boring time while you're at work. So, Yeah, and you know, it might be a good time to let people know how they can sign up to be on the on the podcast to record with us. You know, that oh, yeah. you post it on a Nook every week before the show, <laughs> and it posts a link to the, to the show notes as well, and the first three people to sign up to join us are accepted. Yeah, there we go. 
Yep. So if you're if you are currently a CRR member and you play in ARC and you wanted to be on the show, that's that's what we do. Discord is where we also um, do all of our communications uh, throughout the day too. So that'll make it a lot easier to stay in touch. Yes. Speaking of staying in touch, we have another listener email. Mr. Badger is going Ooh, to Oh, I love us. these emails. I love getting yeah. emails. Thank you. The so these are awesome. Awesome. So let me find the best place to start here. First of all, you all really make the day go by quicker. I have a really monotonous job, and while I'm here, I'm only thinking about going home and hopping on ARC. A feeling recently brought back by the release of ARC on the PS4. I practically have to tell myself to stay off YouTube during the day so I won't get sucked into another Slipgator or Star Snipe gameplay playlist. Good play, good YouTubers, good choice. So, you can imagine, having a pretty lengthy podcast to listen to definitely helps shave off some of the time. I've really enjoyed your rated extra episodes as well. The discussion is one of the main reasons my wish list is growing on Netflix playlist is in the Netflix playlist is getting full. You guys seem like a great bunch and I'd enjoy if I could chat with you all sometime. Good art talk is hard to come by since my Discord group is all about play seven days to die now. Keep up the good work guys and I look forward to your next episode. Zathar. Awesome email, Zathar. He's got a cool name. Sounds like an alien overlord. Zathar. I am Zathar. Zathar the Destroyer. Yeah, there you go. I also want to give a shout out to uh, Pandami, Pandami, and Ultra Runner in our Twitch chat too. Welcome everybody! Thanks for uh, listening to us yak and record while maybe you're playing the game. And also, feel free to chime in if you have something to say. We'll be keeping our eyes on the chat room, and we will share what you have to interject. So I'm going to go on to Mr. Rex is going to be reading a DM from a listener they sent into our at Rated Arc Twitter. Hey Rated Arc, I have a tip for console players. For those who have FPS issues like crashing, I found these admin commands that helped me with more stability in the game. The commands are uh, SG ground clutter quality set to zero, uh, set your bloom quality to zero, your light shafts to zero, and your atmosphere to zero. And even if people are playing on official, they could be used by starting single player. You enter the commands, exit to the main menu, and then join the official dedicated server. Uh, removing ground clutter can be considered cheating. Ha 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 ha. A bunch of little smiley faces. Um, Probably from Full Metal, because he <laughs> says, that's cheating, eh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> first off, I read, the, I read these notes uh, before we started recording, and I went ahead and did this, and oh my god, random Twitter DMer, you are the best. Because I had huge frame issues, uh, and it actually helped. And the ground clutter, like, I can see copies on the ground now. It's great. I don't have to look for them. Oh, wow. Oh, I guess so, the honestly, person isn't really that random. I do have their name, and for some reason it didn't go into the notes. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a Twitter. And um, uh, the, the I didn't actually go over list actual commands, but um, they're in the notes. So if you guys want to yeah, copy them yeah, down. in the show notes. How do you enter commands on a um, console? Uh, like you a- go to the main menu in single player and then in the chat box if you press start you go in the chat box and then you just enter like just like on the pc you just enter the command and then you hit enter but first i think you have to set admin commands um which if you google xbox admin commands arc it'll it'll give you a quick little tutorial it's 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 beautiful it's how i cheat on single player and kind of have fun when i'm bored yeah we have a chat box above the main menu menu when you pause the game so 
gotcha. that's how we do it. Yeah. TSH. So, he was the TSH. Thank you, TSH. You are the man. Right on. So given so given that um, those commands work that well on Xbox, um, they'll probably uh, turning off those settings on PC will probably also help as well. So you can turn your ground clutter quality all the way to the left, and you can turn off the bloom light shafts. I don't know if I've ever noticed an atmosphere setting, but I, it's probably there on That's PC, the sky but setting. I don't remember it. Yeah, I know Fo ah, and I okay. both turn our ground clutter completely off because it speeds everything up. I have no idea what the other ones did to my game. I, I barely noticed. The ground clutter one was the big one for me. I yeah, it makes a big difference. Quality. Bloom quality is a console command for us by hitting, well, our, our default tab button. I don't think it's in our options, so at least... It is. It uh, it, I, I think it does say light bloom, yeah. Yeah, they added it in. Oh, did they add it? Whew, yeah, a couple, then. couple upgrades ago, a yeah, couple patches ago. <laughs> I never used it because I was always such a pain in the butt to use it, so I never did. Yeah, you guys, you guys have been on there a lot longer than I have, so I don't, I don't remember a time when it wasn't there. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I got so used you, to not playing with it like that. So, yeah, it makes such a big difference turning it off because it doesn't blind you every time you look at the water. Right. Oh, yeah, it's Jeez. a huge difference. I mean, when I first learned that, I used to type that command like crazy. Yep. I might have to mess with that then. Awesome. All right, we're going to be moving into Scarlet Diaries. If you're in the mood to kick back and munch on some kibble and drink some of old Luminance crazy concoctions while listening to a great tale, you've come to the right place, I reckon. This is the Scarlet Fury Diaries. Why does she sound like a tranny? Because that's me talking, <laughs> and that's how I sound. Okay, Sorry, Scott, Esme. Don't interrupt Scarlet's Diaries, you weirdo. <laughs> Y'all so crazy. Dear Diary, recently I've been having trouble with gigas. Back when I lived at my old island, I didn't even see them, let alone have to worry about them. But at my new home, I see them all the time. Since I live on a little island between the redwoods and the jungles, I don't have any base defenses or anything. All my dinos are completely unprotected. I happened to be flying right over a Giga near my base when it killed something and tossed it out to sea. Right next to my island. I started swimming straight toward my island. I panicked for good reason. If that Giga got onto my island, it would wreck everything I owned. So being me, I did the logical thing. I jumped off my bird into the water next to it, punched it, <laughs> and swam as fast as I could away from my island. It chased me through the water, then caught up me and killed me. It was worth it though. Even if I did lose all my best gear, that stupid Giga drowned and got eaten by sharks. <laughs> Yours truly, Scarlet Fury. <laughs> my hat's off to you, Scarlet. You got some giant girl balls. Lady Punching a giga. You know, I have to wonder, would you get the stuff back if you, given that it, it went through multiple stages of the food chain, would you get it back if you uh, killed the sharks? At, I don't know. I haven't had that luck, honestly, but okay. not, saying, <laughs> not saying it wouldn't happen. I don't know if they're that detailed in. Yeah, this is not with like our experience. Transfer. Yeah. Okay. I was Scarlet, I'm very proud of you. Absolutely. 
And also, Scarlet sent us in a Would You Rather, so do you want to knock it out right now? Might as well. <laughs> would you rather spend your whole life as a teenager or a 100-year-old person? A teenager? Obviously, I feel like yeah. teenager. that one's pretty easy, honestly. No, 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 no. Yeah. I've, I've been thinking about this, uh, guys. Oh, boy, okay. <laughs> so... I knew this was... Hear me out. <laughs> a 100-year-old person. This is when you're a teenager. When I was a teenager, I don't know about you guys, but I was really awkward, um, and I didn't have a girlfriend, and I definitely wouldn't have been able to get on this podcast, but old people are cool. You know? 100-year-old, though. Yeah, like, <clears throat> like a 50 or 60 Depends. Like... Yeah. It really depends. I mean, you but, remember that, uh, that lady who was dancing literally. with Obama? The 100-year-old lady who's <laughs> dancing in the White House with Obama? She was cool. Okay, you could be that kind of cool old person, you know, but teenagers, everyone's been a teenager. Teenagers are just not cool. Uh, unless you're John Travolta in the 70s, then you're kind of cool. Here's what I have to say about that. Do- um, hold on. When you're a teenager, you think you are cool. So that's all that really matters. <laughs> 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 you know, Do teenager, we get to choose which, which age of a teenager? Touche. There we are. Yeah, when you're old, you're so old, you don't even want to get out of bed, but everybody makes you, and I just don't want to be all painful and and all in pain, mm-hmm. and, and my teeth are yeah. falling out, and I have a hundred years of bull crap that um, makes me angry, and I'm yelling, get off my lawn, and I'd rather run well, around with a bunch of pimples on my face thinking I'm pretty badass. I think I'm going to sign up for <laughs> a teenager. Well, yeah, the, the, other, the other question is, do you want to be stuck in puberty forever? Um, uh. Awkward. Here's my thing. <laughs> Here's my thing. <laughs> yeah, I would pick teenager because yeah, you may your body may look like a teenager for the rest of your life, but you're still going to gain your experiences. You know? yeah. So you're you're going to get out of that gawky awkwardness at least mentally anyway, and you know you'll learn from your mistakes just like you do as you grow up into an adult. So in a way, it could give you some advantages because I mean, think about. People constantly underestimate you because you look like a 15-year-old, you know, but yeah. really, you've got the mind of a, you know, whatever, so you 20, 30, 40, 50. You'd be like Although, an old person I do have a... Yeah, Once you get to I do have, diapers. Have a, <laughs> I do have a slight counterpoint to that. Okay. Um, from what I know of um, biology, apparently teenagers don't have their... Uh, logic and thought processes fully developed, like their their brain just hasn't made those connections yet, which is why they right. make so many stupid yes. decisions. The question I have about that is then, is your brain stuck in that state or does it mature? I yes. assumed it was so just outwardly, if, you look whatever that age is, 50, you know, teenager or 100. See, I imagine it is, no matter how old you are, thousands of years old, you would still be a cocky teenager. Who would, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's what yeah. I was kind of thinking. Nah, I don't know. I don't I mean, right. you might still learn, but there still might be those logic circuits missing. <laughs> yeah. I would do but teenager they didn't specify. for sure. Only because I don't want to, like, every time I fall, I might break my hip. <laughs> it's true. And also, you're yeah. going to be immune uh. to other teenagers because you are one. But when you're 100, everybody pisses you off. I hated teenagers when I was a teenager, so... Well, that's Yeah, cool. same here. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I'd probably pick the teenager as well, but it's I wonder if you spend your whole life as a teenager, does that mean you're immortal, or does that mean you just still live the same way? Well, you still probably oh, that's, whatever your that's whole a good, lifespan that's a good is. Point. You just look like a teenager the whole time. Yeah. 
because because if I would I would be an immortal one hundred year old, but I wouldn't want to be a one hundred year old for like seventy years. That'd I be terrible. That's what it was. Yeah. Like we were like, oh, that's like we'd just be that way forever. So, ah, then never mind. If you imagine giving birth to a hundred year old person? That'd be oh. weird. Oh. <laughs> Your entire existence is paid. Why is me? Why did you have to give us that <laughs> picture? It's like a wrinkly, slimy body just oh oozes out of. Okay, please. Space. It's Benjamin no. Button all over again. Hey, this is a great segue though for Goons and I. New Dino Spotlight because we're talking about something slimy and little. And okay. There you go. Oh boy. Well, hello there. Look at you being all sexy, staring at me with those hungry eyes, like you could just eat me up. So come on down to Dinosaur City. We can help you. To help yourself, pick the title that's right for you. And remember, we have a special every week, and this week's special is... The Akatina. <laughs> it needs it needs some banjo music behind it. Yeah, a little bit, something like that. <laughs> it's pretty great. I, like I like the uh, computerized voice there with the uh, hello there, Indian sexy or whatever it was. The EP is a little a little offing though. We'll put some music. Uh, maybe a but little bit. I didn't awesome. notice that part. <laughs> oh, this is like circus music. That's is that kind of like <laughs> circus music. That yeah, the old timey radio. The voice. I love it, man. I love it. Great job. Um, my it blew mine away. Mine was just like Jurassic Park guy going, "There's a dinosaur! Damn it, you did it, you bastard!" or something like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, yours was amazing. But our little slimy thing we're talking about this week, we decided first off, Good and I thought it'd be a good idea to not only spotlight the amazing uh, Dodo Dex app. But we're going to be every week taking a travel through the Dododex app from the top of the alphabet all the way down to the bottom and covering the dinosaurs that are in game. So the little nugget of uh, little nugget of love that loves those sweet vegetable cakes is, is our beloved Achatina, the little slimy snail. So do, do you got some uh, what do you what do you want to talk about with this little Achatina? Well, put- first up. Sorry, I was going to say, I put the link in the show notes if you guys want to click on it, and if you have anything to share when we're done. But go for it, mister. Yeah, you know, it takes a sweet vegetable cake to tame it. It's, um, yeah. The thing is, once you tame it, it continues to eat the sweet vegetable cake. <laughs> you have to keep it around, keep your baking, little baker's hat on, and make it... But what it does give you is, uh, when you kill it, it gives you meat and chitin. And once it's tamed, um, I don't even know what I'm talking about now. It'll be um, a cementing paste. Well, it's like it's like cementing paste, but it's Achatina paste, right? Isn't it? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's yeah. interchangeable with it. Yeah. Yeah, it works the same. Yep. So that's a that's a cool way to get it too. If you don't you also very slowly get organic polymer. Yes. Very slowly. And isn't that the little nuggets? Is that what it drops? The little nuggets underneath it? Uh, a cementing paste That's it drops. Cementing paste. Yeah, you won't really yeah. think too yeah. much about it. All of a sudden, you like look underneath it, and there's, it looks like these little dodo egg-sized things, and it's the actual paste that's like underneath it. So so it, it, it's basically um, its version of poop, essentially. Yeah. So you that's, need to use yeah. that. 
All right, Mr. Dune. But you still got to keep it on wandering. I mean, to collect it, you have to be a wanderer. Just to get this information paced passively. And mm-hmm. humans can carry them. So you can carry them like you can the Dodos and the Beatles. And I haven't noticed that the Achatinos are as much of an escape convict like the Beatles are. Doesn't really seem like they get bust out of jail like the Beatles yeah. do. Those Beatles, man, well, I they're mean, a little crazy. Yeah. One more cool thing about it, and I don't know if you guys were going to go into this, but um, it actually doubles the lifespan of any organic polymer that you put in, in its inventory. No, I have. A, yep, I didn't even know that. That it, it's yep. it's like a great little storage compartment for it. I mean, it kind of makes sense yep. because all the animals are really good storage compartments when it comes to like food and and spoil timers. It, it actually so that that does make sense in that way. Yeah, I know Esby just loves the sound it makes when you stand oh, next to really. it. Not really. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But yeah, um, if you look in your Dodo Dex uh, app, it does go over the tips and strategies, and they do cover, like Goon said, they need to be wandering to get the cementing paste passively. Um, you can collect its slime for cementing paste. Um, you can also, yeah, like he said, they still eat the cakes. So those cakes are kind of a pain. Everybody I hear has to make them. It's just like, oh, did you make the tasty cakes today? You know, so um, you definitely want well, to I mean, uh, keep those on hand. <laughs> In order to even get that going, you have to have a tree sap tap into a redwood to be able to collect the sap. Yes. And then you've got to have, like, multiple vegetables. Yeah, it is. And then you've got to put it all in a pot and try to cook it. Yeah, you have to have uh, the seven sap, two rocker root, two long grass, two saver root, four stimulants, 25 fibers, and one water. But the thing is, yeah eat that much like they don't really need a cake all too often it's very rare so it kind of works itself out so i'll tell you what you guys need if you guys need vegetables on the center i've got a whole freaking greenhouse producing vegetables that all i do with them is feed them to my dinosaurs so listen i don't want to take what you need i don't want you to tell us what to do i don't want your rotten vegetables from your tainted ground. Hey, man, they'd be fresh picked. They, you'd be uh, picking them right off the plant. Moving on. Um, where we They come in uh, variations of uh, shell colors and body colors, so they're not boring little snails. They have, they have like, red bodies and white bodies and gray. Little, I mean, it's kind of cool if you wanted to collect different ones. Uh, some of them have stripes down their bodies, so they're not boring. They definitely do have some color to them, so that's they're not just a boring old slimy snail. So we'll put the links to uh, all the sources that you can find the actual color schemes in the region that, that they uh, they inhabit they inhabit on the map, at least on the island in the center. I don't, I'm not sure. There, there's not they're kind of limited on on uh, scorched, but um, the island obviously they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah, on the well, island they mostly stick around the swamps, so any kind yeah. of swampy area. And I would recommend getting the Galameas. Him and one of those, you can catch it. They tend to be a little quick. Which is crazy. But <clears throat> they can be carried by any carrier bird, too. So that's that's cool. Can you breed them? Mmm, can Not you? as of I don't yet. think you can. No, 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 not yet. Nope. But um, what it does say about them is that uh, the known information is... Um, it, it does not defecate normally, so it does that, that sticky substance, which is that slime. Um, 
that also, yeah, da, 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 wild. Yeah, they're mostly found in the marshal, marshes and jungles. And they're very slow, very non-threatening land mollusk. And it might be safest creature on the island to hunt. And they do provide a small amount of meat and chitin, but it's really just, they're really not around to keep your belly full. They're around to keep you pumping out that paste and, and all that good stuff. So, Yeah, I think. The, some of the safest creatures to hunt is a relative term because they tend to be in areas where there are so many, you know, <laughs> right, other safe creatures. Exactly. <laughs> safe. The yeah, the swamp are. is safe. <laughs> hey, on our official server, it's safe. We'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, uh... <laughs> I think Goon has a little something to talk about with that. But uh, yeah, you can carry them by Tapaharas, Pterodons, Argent. Argents and Quetzals and Wyverns. Um, they cannot and damage your houses. What's that? I said and Capros. Okay, apparently. Um, uh, they are not affected by any kind of traps or bolas or species-wise. Nothing like that affects them. Um, they can fit through oh. a door frame, a single door frame, so you don't obviously have to build a big behemoth gate for them. So don't don't go out of your way to build that behemoth gate for the snail because it can fit right through your normal door. I know hey, that's is me. What's that? Um, I'm looking at the Gamepedia, and it says they can be affected by bolas, bear traps, and plant species. Yeah. Why? I don't know well, if there's an inconsistency. Person, yeah. That's people add that stuff. Where okay. Dodo Dex, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. if Dodo Dex says that I can't, snail? then I believe them. Yeah, I, I def- believe Dodo very Dex true. Over that's Gamepedia a good question. Any day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm oh yeah. No, I definitely too. trust Dodo Dex more. <laughs> Yeah, because um, Dan, the developer, he actually tests stuff out. He actually does all the background. When you run into anything with PD at the end of it, you know it could just be um, anybody writing that stuff. So, yeah, I would. There are people who with... spend their entire day just screwing up PD articles for the fun of it. And that's why I did not read it because it probably says you need to have a behemoth gate to own one of these. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And that you can ride one and make yeah, it fly with magical one. fairy dust. It'll sing you, you need a Gallimimus to catch one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you use a gal- Gallimima to catch it. Exactly. So definitely don't trust Gamepedia. Go to dododex.com <laughs> and go to right. the, the link in our show notes. So that has been our slippery little bugger. Do you have anything to wrap it up, Mr. Goon? No, I think we covered most of it. That's fine by all of it. I love the intro. So now we're going to move into Fresh from the Forge. And I always lose where my intro is for this. La la la. (laughs) It is tweet time. We're going to be covering... um, some tweets from Jeremy Steiglitz and Ark. Uh, all hairstyles will be available for both genders. More than this, of course, just testing. And he tweeted out a picture of a chick with a full beard. You know, it's nice to see the person who voices Scarlet Fury's intro getting some, you know, picture time. I thought so. We, then our next one is by said uh, at Complex Minded. Any ideas for food and meal recipes in Primitive Plus? You can shoot them his way. So I put the link to his Twitter and that status in the show notes. So if you have any ideas and you play on Primitive Plus or you want to and you have some great recipe and food ideas, well, that's the guy to go and tell. It's at Complex Minded. Then Mr. Jeremy tweeted out. 
Gonna add a system to learn additional head and facial hairstyles similar to the emote system for one-off events and bonuses. Fun stuff. So apparently, just like they did with the later this holidays that you can make your emotes and your little cooking pot and all that jazz, we're gonna be able to learn stuff like um, new hairdos and all that and facial hair and stuff in the future. So for events and bonuses. And that's a crazy looking picture. The picture that he linked is also in our show notes. The Jeremy Steiglitz at Arc Jeremy said existing survivors will wake up. And this is something I was wondering, like how uh, everybody that's already in game, like how are we going to know? You just apparently we're going to wake up to find ourselves with a full head of hair and facial hair default is going to be scraggly and new survivors will begin bald and have to grow the hair. That's interesting. That will be cool. Yeah, I'd be curious imagine? to see how long my hair, my character's hair is, considering how long he's been on that server. <laughs> oh, good point. Yeah, that is a good point. That would be kind of cool that they have it like um, prorated, prorated yeah. growth. <laughs> or if it's like level dependent or something, it grows yeah. so long every level. Ooh, that's mm. a, yeah, that's hmm. That'd be cool. Well, if it were level dependent though, and you were at the level cap, and then you cut it off, then. You could oh, donate it, it to new continue to grow, so. but like to begin with, yeah. you know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. I'm betting it'll be based on like the day cycles, like how many day cycles it'll grow. Oh, that could well, yeah. Yeah, because the server does have you know like a day count on it. You know how many yeah. days. Yep. All right, our next tweet is by Dodo Ducks app. Which part of Arc gameplay would you like to see more development on? And I thought this was kind of interesting. Because I participated in the um, little, I can never think, why can I, survey. So what would, and I was wondering what your guys' thoughts would be. Um, Dan had put the options breeding, building, farming, or cooking. So which one of those four would you like ARC gameplay to spend more development on? Like what part of that gameplay? Breeding, building, farming, or cooking? So Mr. Foe, we'll start with you. Um, What part of... The gameplay that I like to focus on more was the uh, question. Um, yeah, Dodo Dex tweeted out, which part of ARC gameplay would you like to see more development on? The breeding, building, farming, or cooking? Oh, that's okay. Cooking, I can give two shits about at the moment. Um, but farming, eh, I think farming's okay. Building, I think they need to fix the game building-wise because they're not using mods like structures plus and things like that and just building you have to always build um wonky structures because foundations can't even go a little bit lower than one another things don't line up like they should and it's upsetting that you know the modders know how to do it better than the people making the game like i don't understand like and you have it all at your fingertips you have several different mods that millions of people download obviously you know this is a good system um if you want the building to be better and people to make nicer builds on official because you're really like hamstrung like i'll be honest with you for like uh, a a a video game that's making so much money their building is worse than a lot of other games out there like they really need to you know step back and just concentrate on on that aspect a little bit more because it's such a big part of the game i would say the the biggest part of the whole game Mm-hmm. For me, it is anyway. I love building. I mean, taming is great and everything like that, but you want to be able to put your guys in a nice uh, structure. Yeah. How about you, Lee? 
What did um, you for my opinion, I would recommend that uh, you reverse the podcast about a minute and listen to everything that Foe said because he basically just ripped that out of my brain. All right, perfect. Everything he said, I, <laughs> I was thinking I was going to say. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, how about you, Giga? Giga I, de- I definitely want to see a lot better breeding mechanics. Like, I feel like it shouldn't have two dinosaurs walk away from each other mid-breeding. You shouldn't have to sit there and, like, babysit them or cram them into a tiny space just to get them to breed. All right. And how, what's your thoughts, Goon? Uh, the building needs, to me, just needs a little bit more development. You know, he spoke on it, and everything he said is correct. I mean, plus, I like to see more structures, you know, other than just to make a square building. I like to see something that can make a little more rounded. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. How about you, Iron? Um, I'm. I actually took part in the survey. Just not that that matters, but uh, I feel that building really needs improvements. I'm gonna quote Lee quoting Foe and basically <laughs> rewind complete agreement. That's how I feel. Yep, it's all about structures plus, man. Structures plus really makes you realize how bad the vanilla game building is. I mean, it's yeah. I, I feel proud of myself for what I've done using the official standard game, but then I watch YouTube videos of what people are making with Structures Plus and corrected structures, and I'm like, what the freaking heck? <laughs> yep, definitely. It's it's I, It spoils us. Yeah, just to be bluntly honest, I'm not overly interested in mods for ARC, but that... Yeah, I just I like how the game is, with the exception of the structures. That's what I feel needs improvement. All right, how about you, Rex? Uh, well, I've never bred dinos, so I have no input there, and I don't have the patience for building. Um, but I do think the farming aspect of the game needs to be developed a little bit more. It's just when I when I tried my hand in farming, it it, it kind of like it started off with you build like a crop plot, and then you plant your seed in it, and then the next progression from there is a greenhouse and lots of plants. But I mean, like, you know, maybe you could introduce hoes and, and maybe give some animals plows, some dinos <laughs> plows. I don't know. Like, I just, I just mm. feel like farming could use a little more development. Also, it'd yeah. be kind of cool to grow trees, you know? Yeah, I think it would. Um, we have that re-fertilizer, but you're in essence just regrowing trees that, are, that you cut down and it has to be, like, in that little chunk. Right. But, yeah, I think it would be cool to be able to plant different kinds of trees and kind of... Because we have a mod for PC called Eco Trees that many of us are in love with. And oh, yeah. that would be really cool that if you could plant trees, like you said, that would be really neat. What's Eco Trees? Eco Trees is a really badass mod that they've actually expanded out and, and um, brought out different branches of the eco trees but it you it has a crafting station that you could put in like wood and fiber and stone and metal and you can create like a multitude of kinds of trees tall trees little trees dead trees pine trees rainbow trees chinese lanterns it um, takes trees it takes basically every game every tree or bush that's in the game vanilla yeah. and makes a craftable object out of them it's so that's cool, cool. it is really cool I was, have, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. 
I was going to say, they, they have now branched out into the RP, Eco Trees RP, where they have um, like t- tables and, and then they moved into um, Eco Tree Wonderland, where they have more fantasy kind of trees um, that are like purple and, ye- and green, or purple and teal and pink and white and it's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you could just like place the them anywhere and whatnot. Yep, once you and you can pick them up. You can plant them and pick them up. Like one time when the redwoods came out, I planted faux his own redwoods forest around his house, and I tricked ha him ha. And, I, and I made him think that wild card turned his base into a redwood forest, and he like logged in one day and it was just coated in redwoods, and he didn't know that that I did that. So he was just he logged in. He was like. I planted like how many trees? Like thirty or some trees I built. There were so many it lagged out the whole server. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it was awesome. That was so cool. Yeah, it was good times. So and it really and it was so hard sitting in TeamSpeak listening to him go on about it and knowing that I'm the one that did it and he didn't know it yet. But if he walked up and looked right at a tree, it would have been like a property of Esme or something like that because we're all the same tribe. It would have busted me out, but. Luckily, he didn't do that. He didn't go and check that out right up front. I think I remember hearing about that on one of yeah, the earlier was, podcast it episodes. It was so funny. So funny. When you picked up his plant. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was so excited that he planted this plant. You could plant bushes inside big pots. And he wanted us to come over and look at it. The first thing I did was click on this plant, and all of a sudden, it put it in my inventory. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I come to visit you and I destroy your bush. <laughs> crazy. Phrasing. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Uh. Not only destroyed my bush, destroyed all the plants that was in it, the yeah, whole that was pot. Funny. And then she tried to put the pot back like nothing. <laughs> like, that was the funniest part about the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're <laughs> Sorry about your look, bud. Sorry. Where'd your bushes go? Right? I don't know. Don't invite Esme to your house. But um, also, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm on the whole... Uh, wait, I didn't ask Electron. Electron, what's your choice? Um, for me, I, I think I agree with the majority here um, as far as the choice goes because breeding, it seems like they put a lot of work into recently. Farming's okay for now, sure. They could make some things better, but... Um, I would just say that out of the four listed, building is probably the thing that could use the most improvement at the moment. And I won't go into detail on this, but if I had to add my own, I would say optimize your servers, please. That yeah. needs to work more than anything else. Right. And rant. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I'm with the building thing, too. And, I, and as you guys, if you've seen the actual tweet... Um, we are not alone in that. <laughs> I lost it now. Where did you go? All right, here it is. Yeah, 29% of those who participated, um, there was a 711 votes. There's still five days left. And with those numbers still, 29% of people chose breeding. I'm with the 55% that chose building. 12% farming, 4% cooking. That's the results right now. But like I said, there's still five days left. Yeah, the building is just... <laughs> You don't know how sucky it is until you do jump on the other side of the fence and and if you get your hands on some modded, like, building mods. Man, you just don't know. You just don't know. But what it does do right now is it challenges you um, if you, coming back, like we're playing on on official, 
um, right now. And it makes us go, dang it, you know, there's, but it's so hard, but it, it really forces you to try to come up with creative things. But still, it's so lacking. Like, Faux made us this really cool barracks on our PVE, the PVE official server we're playing on. But, like, what can you really do to personalize right now in this game? Like, nothing, you know? So, it's it sucks that, like, console players... Um, are limited to the base game. It, it just sucks. It really does. So I hope that doesn't continue very much longer because, ugh, it's painful. Painful. But it's not painful for you guys that don't know what you're missing out on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just plug your ears to that entire conversation of how <laughs> awesome building mods are. So it looks like we're all pretty, you know, pretty diverse in our... Th in our uh, thoughts but our our whole views kind of mirrored the actual um stats right now that that survey is getting so now we're going to move on to um the next tweet by dodo ducks is arcs 1.5 taming and gathering xp weekend obviously um it has begun we are currently in it by the time you listen to this it will be ended but you'll also be coming back uh, next weekend i'm sure because they did say they're gonna do it every weekend but um dodo decks everybody asks even in global on our official people still are confused does dodo decks have the new stats in or do we have to compensate like what's going on so dodo decks actually put that out there um that they added a little switch in their dodo decks app there's a pre-made 1.5 setting and um, the taming speed or just the taming speed. You can actually, if you download this app that is for free, there is a pro version too that has no ads. But um, we put the link in the show notes and the graphic. Uh, Dodo Dex has actually added the different settings from an official server and then an official server with the 1.5 taming and XP. So you can jump back and forth all week long. You use official and then on the weekends you jump to the official 1.5 taming boost so that should answer those questions. If you guys did not know that, now you do. Has anybody used that yet? <clears throat> the uh, the uh, 1.5 boost? Yeah, well, the um, Dodo decks came out with their settings. So you can, you don't have to wonder anymore. You can just jump back and forth. You just tap the screen. And so I didn't know if you, anybody... I know, I haven't used, used the, I haven't used the app yet for that purpose. I haven't either, I, but it's, I it's nifty. On a I haven't tamed on a weekend yet, so... <laughs> okay, cool. It's good time to take Someone else is talking, I think. I don't see anybody, so I don't know. I feel like I ran over someone, but I don't know who it was, sorry. Oh, no, I don't. Nope, nobody lit up. Um, we have people going to the bathroom, so maybe that's it. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to move into our Xbox patch notes. Uh, Mr. Was this? Okay, yep, yeah, Mr. Badger. Just, uh, there it is. I couldn't find it in the uh, scroll. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Alrighty, so I'm not going to list everything that we're getting because it's freaking huge, but I figured I'd list the things that are pertinent and exciting, such as new dinos and a camera, apparently. Ooh. A photographic camera for apparently apply them in-game onto painting canvases. That was one of the things in your patch notes, so I'm assuming we're getting that too. Um, new dino, the... Lee, I'm gonna need some help. Oh, hold on, I'm not looking at the notes. I have Daria? Cinderia? Nidaria? Baby? Nidaria? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a sea it's either Nidaria yeah. or Nidaria. Okay, Nidaria. Alright. It. I called it the Jelly Man. It's from wherever that movie was a while back, but it's 
jellyfish freaking jellyfish so i thought that was pretty cool jellyfish. we're gonna get the jellyfish yep uh the trudon we're getting uh freaking bottomless pit dino from what i've been hearing about it can eat for eat dinos for days and not tame so that'll be interesting the tesuthus or something i don't know tesuthus okay so we're getting the squid the giant squid that will be cool. Uh, Pegomastix. From what I've read, that's a small t- little dino that, uh, kind of like a dodo or something. It just eats berries and whatnot and runs around. So, we're going to get that. Steal me, Robin. Oh. Yeah, he's a little real. shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, but if Xbox. Miho berries in your zero slot, he'll take those. Alrighty, and but let me look here real quick. There are multiple of them. And for True. Xbox, and I don't know about uh, PS4, but I know for Xbox players, that's your RB uh, D-pad left would be that equivalent. So keep that in mind. Zero or RB D-pad left. Keep some berries there, according to Phil. And uh, the Therizinosaurus will be the last one that we're getting for now. And uh, from what I heard, that's the Dodo's giant cousin that is just freaking asshat with giant claws. So watch out. Sounds cool, Dino, to have, but uh, from what I heard, they're not that friendly. Not friendly. Yeah, not friendly. Which is interesting because they're herbivores. I know. They're vicious. They're so vicious. Maybe they're being defensive. Maybe so. Uh, They're insecure. So ugly. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, they are. (laughs) Iron's like, and and then Lee's like, and they're stupid. And they're ugly. They smell funny. That's why they're vicious, because they're ugly, and they know... They know it. They're insecure. Uh, the they're things. ugly and they know it. <laughs> <laughs> or they think they're hot I knew someone and they don't have to there. be nice to nobody because their looks will take them further. I think that's what it is. I think they're snobby little scissor-handed birds that have no friends. They think they're amazing. Esme's clearly dealt with their Zenos in high school. No. Are they uh, Just perpetual a, teenagers? I'm for the underdog, so I I uh, plowed those people over in high school. <laughs> <laughs> you plowed them, huh? Oh no! I'm mentally allergic to stupid people, so those. Wow! Plowed them, real kid. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yes. So then, uh, the other the other things I was able to pick out that I'm pretty sure are coming to Xbox are non quet flyers will no longer be able to carry characters that have C4 on them. Uh, spike walls will no longer damage water creatures, and fixed the piranha over spawning issue on the center and added the latest dinos to the center, and fixed the pelagordus rotating poorly when on the water surface. So that's all I was able to kind of figure out that I knew was coming to Xbox, but there's going to be this huge list of stuff we're going to get in on the 16th. That's the big date we're getting all this stuff, guys, is the 16th, so two days from when this is being recorded. I can't wait to get the camera. I'm going to take pictures of Princess Rosa, who is my 
perfect team tranted on that oh. I, just, I noticed. Yeah, and I'm gonna put her all over my walls in my room. It's gonna be great. <laughs> there you go. That's one way to use your camera. Did you grow up on a farm? Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, dude. You're so crazy. LOL. Oh, man. I like it when you drink tea. You're not yawning. You're cracking jokes. You're normal. <laughs> drink more tea. Now, if he's drinking the kind of tea I am, it's definitely got a little bit more than caffeine in it. Uh, I wouldn't mind having a Long Island iced tea. That would be kind of good. Well, you should have. Next week. <laughs> Good lord. I left my old man at the door. Uh, so, so you PC folks, um, do you have any tips for dealing with any of these dinos for us Xbox, you know, comedians? Okay. So, Troodon will run at you on the beach and yes. just impact and knock you out. So, what you should do, and I found this very useful, because up to this point, we haven't found, we haven't had a use for having stimberries or stimulants around too much. Have stimberries or stimulants, and before you get knocked out, chomp on a couple of those so that you can stay awake long enough to run away. Are they fast? They're they're decently fast. Yeah, they kind of do this flying leap at your face, and it's kind of ridiculous. But the other thing is, if, if you're falling asleep, start running the other direction because if you get far enough away and you fall asleep, they will de-aggro and not continue to attack you. Whereas if you face them and fall asleep, they'll continue to attack you. So if you get far enough away while you're still awake and then fall asleep, they'll just leave you alone after that. In my experience, anyway. For the Pagos, everybody says to keep mesial berries in your... Well, it's in our zero slot so that you can inadvertently tame them passively. Like, if they go to rob you because they rob you, to keep the mesial berries in that last slot and because they tend to favor the last slot so for the pegomastics um they're about the same size as the trudons and um they'll just in a just tame You'll, you might just have like a falloon jokes he has a bunch of pegomastics uh tamed on lee's or on luminance crazy luminance server because he just they rob him eat the berries and tame and then he just leaves them there so he's like a bunch of pegomastic followers somewhere all over scattered around the island so that's funny yeah so that's one way and and don't keep anything of value in that o slot now that pegomastics are a thing don't put a really amazing weapon in there because that's the first thing that will go so that would be a very good uh tip for that no i used to keep my spyglass there yeah no don't do it anymore <laughs> Keep a piece of poop or not kidding. I've done that before. I'm like, I'm picking up stuff. I'm like, I don't have mesho berries. Eat some shit. <laughs> I'm gonna put a big old dino dung right in my O bar. Right in my O slot. So, ta da! <laughs> Shut your face, Lee! Shut it! Shut it! <laughs> I heard it and that's not how he meant it. <laughs> I think we've done this joke before, so yes, we're probably yeah. moving on now. <laughs> Oh, goodness sakes. <laughs> so, did anybody have any more tips for, like, like I think the Therizinosaurus, they're, they're vicious. Um, like, man, they can, those suckers, I think that they're more lethal than Rexes right now. Like, I feel like when you, when, at least for us on the official server, when we're rolling up on one, we, like, stop, even on a bear, like, I've taken out some of the bears, but it does a lot more damage than the Rexes that I've come up on, because they're quicker. Like, with the Rex, you could get behind it, or kind of get under it, and kind of keep attacking it, and it kind of is like, oh, I got little hands, I can't touch you, but 
Well, these guys, they don't have little hands and they'll just slice and dice you. Like, they're pissed. They're angry. They don't like you and they want to take you out. So I think they're even They'll more... They'll follow you forever, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, their aggro is freaking crazy. I oh. think they're scary looking. They are. But I love them once they're your friend. Once they're tamed, they're really cool. Yeah, they're pretty great. Yeah, so that's all I really have to say right now. Because we play on official now, so, I mean, if you don't want to run into these no dinosaurs, just go play on a high-pop official server, because you'll never see them. So Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, Oh, and you can be robbed on your mount, too. You think you're like, oh, I'm not going to be robbed. I'm on my mount. No, they jack your shit right off your mount. I've been riding Did not know that. And I've been like, you've been robbed. You've been robbed. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? So you can be robbed but even when you're on a mount. So just be warned. You're not safe from the robbers of the Pagomastics. Okay. okay um, uh, was that? We can move on to. This is the thing. There's not any notes that any other than what we shared last week. So PS4 people. PS4 version 503.0 ETA is January 16th sounds like same as Xbox in two days um, and they just reiterating added they're going to be adding procedurally generated maps mode switching to a new memory allocator for much more efficient memory usage resolving any OO crashes and better performance and all P- and you will be getting all PC equivalent content and functionality through version 253.x of the PC patch notes so, and then when I checked the PC patch notes today, it was the same stuff we had last week. So, had you guys seen anything added? Because I, we had, <laughs> Prometheus went over this all last week, but um, we just have uh, upcoming Primitive Plus updates. I covered those last week. Full Primitive Plus update with the new content and latest main game features. Um, they're going to have new mechanics and hairstyles and facial hair, which we covered. Uh, hair dyeing, hair cutting, and scissors. Um, that's what we were reading in the tweets earlier. Tech tier phase one, which is a tech engram system, element resource system, tech replicator, tech rifle, tech helmet, tech visor, tech jetpack, tech boots, tech gloves, tech tech rack saddle, tech transmitter, and more. So tech phase one. And then a whole bunch of dinosaurs, the Obaceris, the Thylosolio, the Basilosaurus. Th- What's that? I was going to say Thylacolio. Thylacolia. Ooh, I like that. Basilosaurus, the Baryonyx, the Perlovia, and the Microraptor. Those are still supposedly scheduled to pop out January 20th. So in four days from now, or six days, almost five. But, um, and then new dino, the Ammonite, Ammonite, New items, lances for jousting, of course, in Alliance chat channel, which we all were super excited about last week, and then admin command logs and chat logs file output options. So, same stuff. What is as tech last tier week. coming? Tech tier phase one is coming supposedly on the twentieth. Oh. You must have said the oh, word so tech by the way. forty-five times in that last. Oh paragraph. well, you're playing, you're streaming, <laughs> so I really didn't question it because we've had to repeat stuff for you earlier. So well, well, to be fair. <laughs> Wildcard's well, been saying tech tier you, like 45 times in the last couple of months. Let me give you so. a little heads up yeah. of what just happened yeah. on stream. Why <laughs> I may have done that. I'm flying around trying to find this little village that I saw earlier uh-huh. to show everybody. I see an Alpha Rex. I gracefully land on top of this ledge where I think the Alpha Rex can't go. And I start oh, well, shooting it. Like- and guess what happens? It beelines up the fucking ledge <laughs> like it wasn't even there. No problem. <laughs> One bite, knocks off my armor, sends me flying backwards. 
My bird is going nuts, can't get on the bird. I go to run towards the water, fall off said ledge, and die. <laughs> wow. So Game now high, I just how head back to the base, threw some arbor, grabbed the bear, and I'm going to see if I can get my stuff and maybe finish off that alpha. Oh, man. SOB. Okay. Um, so, real quick, um, they did release one other bit of information. It's not a patch note right now, but they released a new dossier. And that is the Equus, which is basically a prehistoric horse. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. I oh yeah, I forgot that they why they didn't even put that in the patch. Oh, notes. I they cannot wait picture. for that thing. That, that is gonna be so cool. cool. It Why looks does, awesome too. Can you grab it and throw it in the show notes? Yeah, I'll put that it, would be awesome. It, in there. We it can looks talk excellent. about that too. It looks like a giant Clydesdale. Yes. Yeah, I am giddy, excited to get that thing. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. I, I had basically no hopes of ever getting a horse in this game, but I thought that would be freaking awesome. Like from the second day I've been playing this. So, to see it actually happen, I'm really giddy. Well, the Parasaur was kind of like the horse, right? The Parasaur was kind of like the horse. I, I kind of considered that the horse. It's not as graceful, it looks like a lump of foreskin, but <laughs> I considered that like the horse of Ark for now, because it's kind of basic. If you pump up the speed, it could run pretty quick, but I can't wait for this new dino. I put it, it in the awesome. uh, Google Drive. Uh, sorry, I put it in the uh, Discord channel for Rated Arc because my Google Drive is not wanting to connect. I can like see all the notes, but I can't edit it. It looks like they're coming out with a lasso and a lance. Um, yeah, we did have like a it. lance, but I didn't see the lance. lasso. is coming out um, now, but I don't know when. Yeah, they lasso, mentioned I'm not sure. lasso in the description, and how cool would it be if, if like, like, like to tame this thing, you had to like lasso it and kind of like get it to like tame just like as you would like a real horse you put it in a pen you gotta last so you gotta hold it back you gotta show it who's boss right well how how cool is it gonna be when you have players like being cowboys on horseback herding you know herds of triceratops instead of cows i mean yeah that would be cool yes yeah it's gonna be awesome um i did put it in the show notes now so that's that's handy so you guys can get to that I always, I can never read the dossier handwriting, but I think it looks better than what it normally is. It says, domesticated, the horse and man have long been partners in survival. And I know, what is this? In something remains. Oh, and this <laughs> remains true on the island. Um, can't, God, this, this survivor, I can't read their handwriting. It's always all jacked up. But yeah, where's it at? I can't, oh. The Onus Magnus Wild appears to be an ancestor of the modern horse based on its stripes. It may be the African variant um, of the what, something gigantus while it appeared in North America during the Ice Age. But that is pure conjecture. Its behavior and the wild is similar to that of other wild members of the, you know, something. It sustains itself by grazing while keeping safe from predators by living in herds and outrunning its attackers via superior speed and stamina. So I wonder if it's going to be as fast as, like, the bears, because they have amazing speed and stamina. They do move in herds. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Going to be moving in living in herds. I got the Jurassic Park reference, bud. Uh, oh, that's true. I just watched that clip, too, when I was looking for a clip. Now that, yes. Because they said they're, it's, they're, it's, the flock is coming. Well, um, you think it would be about, it, like, equivalent to the Mega Moose, as far as, like, speed and whatnot goes? I assume there'll be something like that. Could be. 
Uh, it says, in fact, the blah, 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 blah reliability has led some survivors to constantly Construct special saddles for added extra saddle pouches. Ooh, saddle pouches that doubled as mobile crafting stations for, oh yeah, chemicals. So they thought this was going to be like the um, mobile chemistry bench. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Um, we, it says mobile crafting stations for chemical supplies, foodstuffs, and other items. Although not as robust as what you might find within a village, this utility helped him live a nomadic, solitary lifestyle. Some survivors employ Ianis. I keep Equus. God, yeah. I can't read this person's handwriting. <laughs> Two extra long whips or wrangle using a specialized lasso. That's where the lasso comes in, foe. Because I saw the whips, but not this lasso. Um, these tools are sometimes effective for self-defense, as well as the Equus is limited in battle on its own, at least compared to aggressive prehistoric carnivores. So it does sound like the, you, you know, this horse needs you in, like, in, in the history. Together, you make a great team, but separate, you kind of suck. That's what the lance is gonna be for. Yeah. yeah. Arc Medieval evolved. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> and to answer Full Metal's question, I will start to use the personal headstone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we want to say, um, retouch everybody in our chat room. Um, hey to everybody else that has come in, it, come in and left, and um, thanks for participating. We had X Man and Mr. Full Metal joined, um, so thanks everybody for joining the chat. And also, we're going to be moving on to... I'm so glad you reminded me of the horse. I totally meant to put that in there. But we have our Faux Sites PV ser PvE server update. We've been rocking out on the official PvE. Does anybody have anything you want to say? Because um, it's a science experiment. We're playing there, you know, as our Faux Science project. So uh, what's our thoughts so far? Are you liking it? Not liking it? Um, well... If you got stuff you're going to say later about it, you can do that too. <laughs> okay, I'll say later. Okay. Um, I'll just go ahead and say what I've said before. I've enjoyed um, participating and collaborating with the rest of the group in building our base and getting that all set up, but I don't know if I'll be logging on much longer and, and Foe has even more trouble. If, you know, Foe will go into this later, I'm sure, but the lag is just so bad. It's so bad. I, I can't play on there anymore because I it, I just running, just going across the same room multiple times, trying to get outside, trying to go mine metal off a mountain. You know, it's just it's just bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang it! Well, I'm kick. I'm gonna drag you out to the ocean. Then you gave up on it. Gave up on our hey, life. I know. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't gonna log in. I think you I did. just said I, I might said not log in as in. much. <laughs> probably focus on other things. Man, that, look how uh, fast he can paddle. Give me a little more return for my time investment. <laughs> Understandable. Um. So yeah, our faux science. Did anybody else have anything about our science experiment? First, it just seems. Oh, go for it. I was say I haven't played it. But it seems like it's more than a science experiment. I mean, you guys have really gotten into it. Well, so. that's part of it. You got to dive in to get the full effect, you know? Yeah. Well, you I mean, you're playing in. more on there than on your own server. Well, because we're wiping that server. You know? <laughs> yeah. We're wiping our server to to join. So yeah. at least we play on our servers. That's at least we play on I play on my server every once in a while. If you picked on me, I'm picking back at you. That's all right. <laughs> Our faux science thing is so far. Wow. Take science. out the cat claws. Wow. Right. Yeah. Um, our 
first thing that I've learned on our PVE server, uh, the official, is that, man, the global, that's where all the caddy, like, the caddy people talk and all the drama and gossipers, you know. So it's a lot of fun to, like, watch it, but you really don't like what really getting down and participating because they're very bizarre we had like this one person come in because you have like the cross server stuff and people are come bringing in wyverns to sell so then you have that pissing contest going on and you have it's you can sit back and watch the global and see where like all the little clicks are going um we're continuing to piss off people because we're slick because <laughs> these uh pillars went down on um carno island so Luminid and Prometheus, Luminid was like, hey, you know, you might want to go and plop down some pillars if you get on today. I told Prometheus that. Prometheus flew out there. Yeah, lo and behold, if you don't fly in those areas, like if you don't reset your your timers by visiting where you're building on official servers or in general, you can lose your stuff. And that's what happened to these people that had pillared Carno Island. They had pillared it. And then they just stopped going over to that base. So then their stuff came up to be demolishable. So who swooped in? All the vultures swooped in, pillared out, pillar Carno Island. So like in two weeks, now our tribe owns Carno Island pretty much. And that has kind of pissed off uh, this little, this other little click on our island. Um, as And that's what Tuxedo Badger and I were going to do like a segment called As the Global Chat Turns. Because it's hilarious. So you could just see like we constantly pissing off this one dude. We keep beating him to the punches, you know, so... We're not making any friends, and then we're making friends. It's kind of interesting being on PVE. It's all about land claiming and what you have to barter with and trade. It's different. the The currency is different, and and you got oh yeah. So this guy gets really ticked off, and he starts to threaten to drag an alpha raptor to our base. That was his threat because they can't do shit about it. He can't do anything to us because it's our pillars. You know, so he's and I don't like, know what kind of stupid <laughs> threat is that? Like, you know what? Do me a favor. I don't see any dinos in the server. Please bring the alphas over because I could use the loot. Thanks. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm afraid of an alpha raptor or an alpha rex. <laughs> he's like, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna kite an alpha raptor to your base. And we're like, first off, if you find an alpha raptor, you're good because there's no freaking dinosaurs on the server. So we will gladly take the alpha raptor so we can kill it and get some experience. Yes, please deliver us this. And then they're like, then I saw him asking in, in global, he flies over our base on a wyvern to see. And then, ha, he didn't realize we have stone walls up now all the way around our base. Because we all worked like a freaking crazy team. So then I see a masking in global. Does anybody see a titan? Does anybody see a titan? I'm like, yeah, he probably thinks he's going to kite a titan to our base. But the dumbass doesn't think about we're surrounded by other bases. So you screw us, you screw every, you screw our neighbors over to sure. that, it wouldn't even aggro onto <laughs> yeah, us anyway. True. One that's of true. our things have to aggro it for it exactly. to get aggro on us. Yes, that's true. Yeah, we have to actually engage with it for it to do anything. Because I've seen Even it if it did do something, hello. I mean, <laughs> you're going to do something that could be done right back to you. This doesn't exactly. make sense. Exactly. Yeah. It just it doesn't so make stupid. sense. So I think that's what frustrates a lot of PvE players is, is the power-hungry people really wish they could flip on a PvP switch, come and take you out, and then flip it back off so you can't do anything. It's just hilarious watching the nerd rages go on when they realize, oh, there's not shit I can do about this, you know? But maybe wake up a little earlier. <laughs>
impotent so, rage. It's crazy. So that's been our experience so far, but we're doing good. We have a nice tribe going and where um Prometheus is knocking out awesome signs. We have like our Carno Sanctuary sign now and we put because because the humble pie vulture or humble vulture pie tribe cares, you know? Like we're just putting snarky signs on where, where all of our stuff is. Like now, vultures vultures eat quitters. <laughs> no, I did we, notice I flew around the uh, Carnal Island today because um, I was coming back from picking up a couple drops which didn't have anything useful in them and uh, getting metal from one of the mountains. And there's actually a pretty sizable base on the south side of well, Carnal Island yeah. right now. That is the size, that's the guy whose pillars came up for demo. Uh, okay. It was like V44 or something. Yes, yes, part. that yeah. guy. Yeah, he's not actually on island. He's on that little dinky piece of land island um and that's the but he hasn't been visiting his base or else his pillars would have been reset so it's probably just a matter of time before that base comes in unless he remembers oh i have a base over there i think it said eight days when i looked at it yeah so you got got to remember that your pillars can reset if you don't um reset them by visiting that area balloon just went and did a sweep for us so god Okay, so I think that is bringing us... If you, did you have anything more, Foe? Um, no, the only thing is, you know, I got annoyed at the lag, like... And I and, and now things are, like, are like disappearing. Like, yes. a dino is disappearing. And on, like, official, to have stuff disappear is so much more frustrating than anything else. Because it takes a long time to tame these things. And when you have important dinos disappear for no reason... They're not dying. They're just disappearing. Like, I was literally working on the freaking heaver. I was putting up some, like, walls. I turn around, place a few walls. I turn back around. The beaver's gone. Uh-huh. And the beaver's yep. filled with wood, filled with walls, filled with foundations, filled with a bunch of work I just did. And, like, the whole beaver is gone. So now we lost the beaver to nothing. Like, it wasn't because of stupidity. It wasn't because he got messed up. I could understand that. It just disappeared. Right. So I don't get it. It is frustrating. I agree because um, uh, Tuxedo Badger actually and I were out near the swamp and I was going to attack this um, Parasur, the Parasurs, the big pig horses. I was going to attack one because one was attacking our gate and I was just going to try to pull aggro off and kill it. And all of a sudden I get off my Argent. My Argent shoots like a rocket straight up into the sky, does some crazy twisting motion and vanishes. And I'm like... Now I'm stuck on this freaking rock. You know the rock on the island that's in the swamp on the east coast? The big rock? I'm just stuck there now because my ride bailed on me. I was like, what the hell? And then, you know, after 10, 15 minutes of flying around, blowing my jay whistle off into the forest because we thought we saw it. Well, he thought he saw it land over there. He ended up coming back and landing on the rock like 15 minutes later. And then, like, Luminan found the beaver today inside the, the freaking base that vanished on you today. Isn't that weird? So frustrating. Yeah, at least it's back, Yogi Bear says in chat. Are you there, Mr. Foe? What'd you say? I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, he's being attacked. He's being attacked in game. He's, he's streaming off from our Mortem 2 Pi server. We have the Bush People mod on, and they're pretty crazy. And I just claimed, like, 15 oh. Bush People. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. They have yeah. clown masks on. It's so nuts. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, what the hell is that? 
god, such a fun mod. So, um, yeah, the other crazy stuff that's going on with the officials is not only are you got vanishing dinosaurs, like I had to revalidate my files three times yesterday, and I would log in and it showed that I was um everything showed like you guys I wasn't in the tribe. Everything was blue, almost like I was an alliance person of the tribe. Everything was blue and I couldn't access anything. So I had to log back out of the game. I had to log back in. All of a sudden I'm stuck inside of my mount. It was really crazy. I've had that um, happen before. Sucks. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, getting stuck inside mounts is a pain in the butt. Yeah, and unofficial it, just stupid. makes everything worse because there's no way of like people helping you. You know, there's like nobody to help you, no admin to help out. Right. So it has been sucky that whole part of unofficial part of our experiences. Holy hell. I don't, yeah, I, we'll talk about that later in length, but I think it's time to move on to the main topic of our show. Okay, cool. And the main topic <laughs> of the show oh, today. Oh, I'm talking. It wasn't even playing me? Oh, no. No. No, no. Okay. I didn't hear you. Well, you guys didn't hear me, but my uh, recording did, so I'm just going to say everything I just said all over again. Yay! <laughs> um, their main topic of the show is one that Foe came up with. Do you remember it, Foe? Yeah, it's um, where do you see Ark in the next two years or a couple of years? Yep, and Mr. Rux is going to get us started. Oh, I'm just throwing right into it. Okay. You are, because you're up top. Uh, um, so... <clears throat> I've got two things. I've got two. One's, one's kind of like a, the way I want them to take it, which is a little bit more of a soapbox. And then uh, the other is how I think it'll go. So I think basically in the next two years, my arc is going to evolve a lot like Minecraft did. And it's going to get bigger. It's going to get a community. Um, but it's going to pretty much stay the same game. And then modders are going to kind of take over it on the PC side. And then basically like you might get an arc pocket edition, which would be kind of cool, I admit, um, which would be a more simplified version of the game. But I, I just kind of see it doing that, and it's, it's obviously it's going to get streamlined, um, it's going to get released, and it's going to be a full, complete game. I think that's definitely going to happen this year, hopefully. We'll see. Um, but I think that's kind of, in the next two years, I think that's pretty much it. Not much is going to change. Um, maybe we'll see a patch, or not a patch, uh, a DLC or two that introduces a new map, and then that's where they're going to put their new dinos. So instead of uh, an update every month or so with new dinos in it, it's just going to be a DLC that you buy, and you get like 10 free dinos and one of them is going to be really cool and it's kind of going to be the feature dino of the new map and then that'll be that um but yeah uh, but the way i want to see it in where i want to see it in two years is i i kind of want to see them finish the game streamline it and then let the modders take over from there you know so the modders will have like lord of the rings mods where you play on mordor because i think that's where the game's going to go uh -huh. and you're gonna have these crazy cool mods and that's that part of the game will kind of be taken care of um for people who like the PvE aspect and for people who want to expand um, maybe the world that they build in or for RP servers or, or whatever. So let the modders take care of all that because that stuff's complicated and I think that Wildcard should focus on getting a larger fan base. So Ark, if you're listening, or Wildcard, if you're listening, uh, MOSAs, Multiplayer Online Survival Arenas. There are people that play Call of Duty and Halo, in Halo in its heyday, who didn't probably didn't know what the campaign was or who Master Chief was. Right, all they did was they logged on, played with their buddies for a couple hours, and killed some people in like one hour, forty minute missions sessions, and that was it. And they had a blast, and people did out did that for hours and hours and hours, and that's kind of where I come from. 
Um, I, don't, I didn't have a lot of time when I first started playing ARC. I maybe had like an hour or two. And you can't really do a lot in ARC in an hour or two. So all I did was extinction servers, and I would log on, because uh, I'd be dead, build up my gear, get a javelin, some obolas, and then just hunt the beach, hunt for people on the beach. And that was it. That was how I played ARC for like the first month. Uh, and then I stopped playing for about a year, and then from there, you know, just I joined you guys, and the rest is history. Um, so I think that Survival of the Fittest should be integrated into the game in the next two years, and then kind of just that that way you could get people who come on and just play, you know, Survival of the Fittest, and that could be a thing. It could be Twitch streamers, you could have pro players, and then that way Ark can compete with Call of Duty, Dota, and Minecraft all at once. Be this huge, amazing game. I think you're, yeah, I was kind of surprised that they stopped um, really messing around with uh, Survival of the Fittest, because they were chanting the Mosa chant, we're a Mosa, we're a Mosa, 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 and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're not doing going to do that right now, but they kind of have a lot of stuff going on, so I am with you, I really hope that they do pick that back up, because it's nice to have that quick jump in, jump out, like why people like Overwatch and stuff, you like to get in, get your matches in, get your game time in, and then jump out, um, and that definitely plays up to that that type of an audience. You know, instead of sitting down for hours and hours like most of us do or can. Yeah, I just right. I I think part of it maybe have maybe could have been that they you know had to stop giving prize money out because yeah, they were true. you know they were Makes spending no all this money um, just having these tournaments and then yep. uh, the winners would get prize money. Sometimes you know it was a couple times it was like the same person a couple times in a row. Yeah, and. I think they just decided, hey, we can't be doing this anymore. We're we're just giving out money, yeah. and we need right. to let the water settle a little bit. Work on our game some more, and see what happens later on. I, I think I think they made the right business decision because you definitely have to walk before you run. Yeah. Right. Um. But it, once the game gets released, and you're not focusing so much on fixing the game, uh, I think you know you maybe give Riot a call and say, hey, uh, how do you guys hire shoutcasters? You know what what is what do you guys do? You know, anything. Um, they can. Fo- I think they could focus on that side. And also, I think the big problem with ARC right now, um, and I don't know if you guys agree with me or disagree on this, uh, but basically, you have player bases or player types that are playing on the same server. Like, for example, a PvP server, you have players like me who are playing for an hour or two and they're, they're kind of trolling and just PvPing. That's all they want to do is hop on a raptor right. and like gun people down, right? Or a pterodon. Right, yeah. or a pterodon. <laughs> yeah, um, they live in a box and they just troll yes. and troll and troll. Yeah. And those people are the ones that want to play Survival of the Fittest yeah. because that's that's exactly, that's where they belong. Well, they still um, can. And then there are players... Right, they still can, but on the Xbox and the PS4, where I think the majority of players go to, like, I don't think, I think there's more Call of Duty and first-person shooter casual players on consoles than there are on PCs. I might be wrong. Because um, League of Legends is a is a big PC game, obviously, um, but I think that co- in terms of percentages, I think that's what most console players make up. Uh, but I might I might be one hundred percent wrong. I'm kind of throwing statistics out there. Uh, either way, I, I just I just think that that's a fan base that Wildcard could definitely tap into. Yep, and I yeah, think they sure. planned on that because they were doing it, you know, so they right. know that there's a lot of interest there. They've actually still have a lot of people that are ticked off that they stopped. And they're, they're going to stop right now. It's not like they're never going to do it again, but they're just postponing it, you know? Because like, they didn't say we're never going to pick it back up again. But, you know, they, they I think that they will. But, I mean, I right now, will. you can't just be doing PC, Xbox, PS4, and then 
got all, another, you know, thing going on. I think it was too much. $65,000, I want to say, was one of the pot. Like, that's a lot of money going out. That's a lot. And you're not even done, you know? So, yeah. And they put yeah, it in-house. We can still play Survival of the Fittest, you know, but just not in a tournament. <laughs> they just wrapped up, I think, their last one not too long ago. December 12th. Yeah. Yep. Just a month, a little over a month ago. Yep. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think I really hope that they do have that in their future and they do revisit it. But I think it's the right move, though. I think yeah, they it it's absolutely the right move. concentrate on yeah. the game with all these problems like that yep. we just talked about. Agreed. Yes. And I'm really happy that they had that self-awareness to go, yeah, you know what? This is a little crazy. Let's back it up. So that that's cool. All right, Badger, what's your thoughts? Where do you think Alrighty. we'll be in a few years? So... I kind of think that, well, until the full release, I think we're going to continue getting these big updates like we have all the time. But once the game's finished, I think we're going to get one, maybe two, three more DLC, like Scorched Earth, add whatever different biome or whatever kind of deal, try and squeak a little bit more money out of the game that way. And then I think we're going to see the fans in the modding community really are going to what's going to be keeping Ark alive for the next few years. And kind of my thought on that is I don't think Wildcard can afford to keep pumping time and money into Ark. I mean, not that they're going to shut down servers or anything, but just really as a game developer, they're going to be working on another game in my opinion or whatever. Because I don't think that most game developers are going to do like Minecraft people and work on the same game for 10 years continuously. I mean, I don't see that happening. I mean, that's kind of the style of this. It People work on the game for a long time, but you can't make money doing that. Right. Right now, Ark is the big brainchild. They're still working on it, but they can only do that for so long and the money's going to dry up. So I think in time, they're going to cut whatever support down to basic support for the game. A little patch here and there on whatever fix that everybody on the forums is going to whine about for three months kind of deal. Like we're used to seeing other other games. Yeah. Is the support we're going to see in time. And I, to be honest, just give a timeline. I don't see ARC continuing to be a big game for i'm gonna say 10 years or less and this will be one of that great game that everybody talks about that nobody plays anymore the only thing that i see changing this and this is a big if because i keep track of stuff going on in other ways in the world and that is science is moving ridiculously fast especially with gene splicing gene sequencing there's actually been a lot more talk. I just listened to a series of five TED Talks of possibly reviving the mammoth, and they're really not that far away from it. So, so doing an I'm, actual Jurassic Park, then exactly <laughs> actual we have Jurassic four Park movies to prove that's a bad idea. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Right. that's my point. But kind of the thought is that the technology we're almost there in probably another ten, fifteen years. It's going to be possible. And perhaps the community, like the world science community, should be more involved. The public should be involved, and it should be done with oversight because somebody <laughs> probably will do it 
on their own. So are otherwise. you tying this in, like saying like wild card's gonna do this? Well, no, it, not wild card. <laughs> but my thought is, if it happens, this game will be freaking massive for yeah. years because oh, everybody's yeah. like dinosaurs. I don't think that's we're my thought. Be sitting inside playing video games and dinosaurs are roaming outside. No, I, but I mean, people, yeah. Be locked in a bunker somewhere, crappy. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is that dinosaurs will continue to be big. This is just my whole theory, but I'm I'm thinking dinosaurs in general are going to continue to get big in popular media yeah. from this point on. It's just a thought. Well, that my thought is right. it's going to happen. I mean, my opinion, once the technology exists, somebody's going to do it. So dumb. So yeah, which is which I I'm not even saying I agree with it. I do it just to say they did. Right. And it's going to get out there. The technology is nearly exists. Yeah. Right. So my thought is that dinos and popular media are going to continue to grow. Yeah. And that's part of, I I don't think Ark as a game will stick around that long unless dinos and popular media really continues to climb in theory like it could. So and then that could definitely keep arc going for some time now arc crossing over into vert into vr would be really cool actually have you heard of arc park yeah we have we talked yeah, about, I was about it like two I, was about to say, I don't remember ago. yeah I was say, yeah i was reading about that yesterday yeah we yeah we uh we had talked about that but it's not the same it's you're just visiting a museum you yeah. can bring your dinosaurs in you get to learn all that stuff like it's not actual jumping in and playing Ugh, like, yeah. learning so, yeah it's all learning <laughs> All right, so did you have anything else to add? Or we're moving on, Mr. Iron. Nope, I'm good. Okay, well, I'll say my stuff fast then. Um, I said I'm not sure where it will be, but I know where I want it to be. <laughs> I really, really, really want it to be more optimized after playing for two weeks on official PvE servers. I've never had so much fun with the people in my tribe, but I've also never experienced such horrible performance. Rubber banding and lag has made my game almost unplayable for everyone on our server last night. It had oh, <laughs> it had always had rubber banding and lag issues as long as I played on it, but I can honestly say if I was logging in for the first time, like a first-time player on the official PvE server, I would ask for a refund because the game on their own servers blows compy nuggets it's horrible i'm so glad i started playing arc on unofficial servers because i would have quit playing if i hadn't if i bought this game and i log into what they say this is official it's officially suck it, it's not it's no it's stupid as I feel like for such an awesome game, they are really selling themselves short by serving it up to us on the horrendous servers, not meant to handle the load that they are. And to me, it's like making a gourmet meal and serving it to someone after they had just brushed their teeth. The quality is there, but their taste buds are all jacked up and they can't tell you how your food tastes. And you just wasted a really good meal on someone who can't even tell you, can't even appreciate it. And I kind of like feel like we're getting served and we just brushed our teeth and we the game is so good, but we can't taste it because the serving, the servers are shit. So, yeah, I'm hopeful that they will continue to awe and inspire us with their talent and ability to do so with so little, because they do so much. Like, I really appreciate their thirst, and because, you know, I see, like, oh my god, like, look at what they have accomplished in a year. A lot. A lot. They, I mean, just spreading out the way they have, and and uh, keeping their finger on the pulse and constantly updating us. I mean, that's big, and I really like that. So... I said, I bet that they will somehow figure out how to play ARK on mobile phones next. <laughs> like, if, if not going to the direction that Iron was saying, that was all, like, 
that was all like, oh, you know, dinosaurs and stuff. Like, I'm thinking little, like, mobile phones. <laughs> I bet there's going to be something. Because if they're hitting up these consoles and they got their hands in VR, they haven't touched mobile yet. I just I just know it's on the horizon somewhere. So I'm guessing in the next couple of years we might be playing, we might be playing ARC on our phones. So, yeah. Ta-da! Uh, yeah, and I said the sky appears to be the limit for them. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they have in store. But I don't know if it... I don't know if the game will last a long time. I just know that they have probably aren't done giving us more stuff. Ta-da! Cool. Okay, I like Mr. it. Mr. Lee! Um, mine was all a whole bunch of negative stuff, really, and I, <laughs> I don't want to rain on anybody's parade, but, you know, I... Out with it, man. I, I see it... I guess I kind of fear more than see it like this, but I don't think it'll be a popular game in two years. I think it'll more or less live its lifespan shortly, and people will move on. Um, I think someone's going to do this genre right, and I think it's going to be a big name studio because exactly, this, you know, survival games itself. A big name, a, a, a big name studio hasn't made one yet. This is a new thing that's been mostly done by like indie guys. And the survival games are obviously getting more and more popular now that you had Minecraft and you could make stuff and, and this whole survival game slash make your own base slash farming, uh, everything in one game is becoming a popular thing. And I think one of the uh, larger studios is eventually going to catch wind and they're going to do it. And it's going to be made easier by a few of my points that this game... While they're giving us a whole bunch of content, they're also bloating the crap out of this game. We have a whole bunch of stuff that it has to struggle to load. I mean, this game is incredibly resource intensive. It's so it's only gonna, you know, a lot of the lower end players, like players with lower end machines, aren't gonna have as much fun playing it. I mean, look how you guys struggle on the island server with it, its lag and all of that. You know, they're gonna have to really fix core mechanics, the, the, the coding of the game, and get everything running smooth. Um, it's nice to have a whole crap ton of dinos and creatures, but how many of them are redundant? How many of them are useless? How many do people even really bother taming anymore? You know, I don't know. It seems like there's just a whole lot of stuff. I agree with you. Like the thing It's a whole it, lot of fat that could be trimmed. It's, re it's redundant. Yeah. Most of the dinos are like the same dino reskinned. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. reskinned over the existing dino. Right, and, right. and when they try to introduce taming gimmicks like they did with the Truodon, you know, it's fun for a little while if it even works. Yeah, except it, I don't I don't think even Cricket, who is kind of our master tamer, has gotten it to work, even on unofficial where we've got the taming rates boosted. This, yeah. In that yeah, specific case. I tried case. it, too. I tried it. I, I had a Truodon on the RP server, and I was feeding it and making it eat stuff. I fed it so many things, it just and it didn't tame it. It's a weird mechanic the way they have it. Is it possible? Yeah, you can be done, but it's it doesn't work properly. You think that they would have fixed it by now? Like, oh, like if it was like a variable that they had wrong set, like a certain amount of dinos and messed it up. You think they would have fixed it by now? But they still aren't even addressing it. So it's almost like a waste of your time. Like it's not worth the dinos you have to sacrifice in order to get this thing. And maybe in PvP it, it makes a little more sense, but I I don't see any use where you'd be like want the scouting ability. I could just go out on a pteranodon and find what's around pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. Well, I think yeah. what's going what's gonna to keep this game alive a couple of years from now is going to be fans who have like made this game dear to their heart. You know, like a lot of us have. 
people have people who log on to play just to play a game with their friends they'll keep it alive i think the modding community will move on when somebody comes out with like fo said somebody's going to do it eventually a big name developer uh, as soon as they release their survival game most of the modders are probably going to go there so i don't know i hate to be so pessimistic but it's just this i guess this is like my worst fears of what's going to happen but i'm trying to be realistic i guess i don't know no, Lee, I like it, man. You speak a lot of truth. Thank you. I was going to say, it's good to I have I feel like I'm being a Debbie Downer all the time. No, no, no. no. I mean, no, it's no. just good realistic. Have the perspective of, okay, here's what's probably going to be likely happen, so, you know, we can kind of think about it, prepare for it, be yeah. whatever, or just kind of make peace with it if that's what's going to be that way, you know? So, yeah, I, I like having that other kind of that... Um, neutral or even negative perspective just to say okay worst case scenario this is probably what's going to happen yeah so yeah it's cool yeah i think it'll stay alive but i don't i I don't think it'll be a massively popular game they've it's had a good lifespan already even just being early access and it's more or less could be considered a finished game now they're just keep they just keep adding and tinkering it's almost like they're afraid to close that door and say, okay, it's done. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they don't. I mean, people have come to accept. We were talking about it last podcast, or maybe the one before it. People have come to accept update patches all the time on their PC games. Right. So it wouldn't be a big deal for anybody if they did but now, finally as, say, as other we're done. Said, but like, as like other people have, have them said, what's that going to do anyway? Right? Who cares right. if they say it's finished or if, they, or, or if it's not finished? We're playing the game. The game's out. You can buy it. Them saying it's finished doesn't mean it's going to fix everything. No. That's so, what I mean. But they need to... I mean, they who need cares to, if they say... It, if it provides done. a milestone so that they can actually just finish everything. Stop with all the added content. We love all the new dinosaurs. It's great. But again, you're bloating the game. Pause on that. Because Polish as of up. right now, that's the only thing they have to keep people's interest that's it because once people you know people get bored and the only thing that revitalizes the game for a lot of people is a new something new to tame and those are the people that are trying to keep happy you know it's like if they don't do that then what does arc have i think arc if if they don't add new stuff i think arc will people will leave arc a lot earlier i think oh, right. that's keeping people in arc is the fact that they come out with regular updates. I, I disagree, Foe, actually. Um, but and, and you guys aren't going to like the, the thought of this. I don't like the thought of it. Um, but you have things other than dinos to incentivize players to stay, like skins, for example. Um, you could buy a player skin where your skin has a tuxedo. Or you could be like a secret agent James Bond tuxedo skin for like five bucks. And then all of a sudden, like all his guns, his pistols are like silenced pistols or whatever. right? And then if you go into the survival of the fittest route or just just uh, basically the skin route, you can give your dinos new skins, like lava skins or something. That's just one example. There's a, basically micro-purchases. Um, you don't need to add new dinos to the game every single time and update them with patches. You can just make little tiny things like skins and just little things like that, and that keeps a lot of people in games, like by itself. I yeah. do know that they have said right off the bat that they will not have that stuff. Like, they will not have a cash store. They will not have that stuff. That's... I do. Um, I have read that, and it was 
I think they've reiterated it. And Jen at Bubbly Wands, I've seen her say it on Twitter. I've read it on the forums. I know that they said that over a year ago. Like that is definitely not to say that you know when they're when it comes down to it, but I do know that that's one thing that they have made really thing is that this is they're not going to go that route. So I don't know if they'll ever change their mind, but I know that they've said that. Well, good, it piss a lot good of for them off. Yeah, I do know that they, that was one thing that they said right out right out the gate was they have no intentions and that's not how they want to do things. So. I could see the expansions. And also, I mean, let's be realistic. What game doesn't keep having to put out new stuff to bring people back? It happens even in None. DC Online. DC oh, yeah. Universe Online. You know, they have holidays. They have skins, but they also have their, their little store. But they have holidays. In World of Warcraft, they have holidays. They have new dungeons. They have new patches. I mean, the expansions. Like, it's really no different than Survive, you know, than, than Ark right now. But the fact that it is the way it is, it's not like a finished product and then they're building on top of it. Like, I agree with what Lee is saying is that, you know, they are bloating it and they, they do, it does seem like they are afraid to put that final stamp on and then continue. You know, it's just right. kind of like it's like an unsaid thing. Like, everybody's like, is it done? Is it not done? Like, what, what's the point? Well, here's the thing. Back, what's the point pushing it back to spring? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, give me an honest answer. If Ark had no mods... And you couldn't make an unofficial server. It would suck. Would there be a it chance would you wouldn't be playing the game? Right? Oh, I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, no, because, because I play on console, but a lot less people would be playing the game. A lot less. Yeah, so that's I wouldn't what I'm play saying. it. And what are mods? Mods are new content. So people are constantly yep. hungry for this new content. Yeah, once you have it. You know, and the flip side, you don't, they don't know what they're missing. But the longevity of, yeah, we got, we get bored playing on. Um, one map for an X amount of time. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, we've talked about this. Gamers, we're, we're thirsty. We're finicky creatures. Well, it's also we're because Ark is in this weird spot where they just don't offer a lot to do past having your base, past having your teams. There's not a lot to offer. Like, like, like all those other games that you mentioned, WoW and uh, Marvel Universe, whatever, uh, <laughs> DC Universe. Those games that you mentioned, they, there's, uh, there's so many things to do beyond taking care of your base, taking care of, of your character. There's so many raids. There's so many. Oh yeah. There's so much content. You could you, you could do old raids, new raids. There's in a in a wow. There's farming, and you could take care of your castle keep now, and all these things that are beyond the game. There's like a Pokemon game in there. There's like a ton of stuff, and that's but the still, problem that's with Ark. People. Ark doesn't uh, Ark. <laughs> But Ark doesn't have anything beyond that. I mean, right. unless you're on a PvP server and you're constantly trying to just try and raid people's bases and doing that whole thing. But even then, when you become alpha, the game just hits this like lull where there's nothing else to do. The caves aren't exciting af after a while, and there's just there's nothing in the game that like offers any challenge. Right, and that was my that whole opening you know time getting into the game. That was one of my final points, was that at a certain point, it just becomes a maintenance game, where you log in, you take care of your crops, you feed your dinos, and you've done a couple of mundane chores for, you know, a couple hours. But you know what? If like, you're a solo player, if you're a yeah. social player, that's not the case. But here's the thing, if you made, actually, if you made the upkeep in the game a little harder, 
then that would be interesting because there are people that are into that. There are people that are into maintaining crops, maintaining like maintaining a farm. Like that is a type of game that people like to game. It's like 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 to play. But Ark really doesn't have that because going out and taking some meat and feeding everything in one shot is the game. And there's not much to do to maintain this stuff. So even when you do come in, you could find yourself just walking around. And, you know, we've been in tribes with, like, a lot of people. Even it is social, and you do get the social aspect. But even after a while, you're just hanging out, talking, running around the same spot in your base. So you're not really in the game to play Ark. I've been there. Exactly. (laughs) You're not really in the game to play Ark. You're in the game to hang out with your friends, which you could be doing anywhere else. And that's a case in point that I've been doing a lot lately and playing other games, but I'm still hanging with my friends and that's right. arcs going to lose people like that as well. Well, that's cause it's a sandbox game. And I've said that before, you're in charge of your happiness. It depends on how much work you want to put into it. Like Falloon is doing, um, uh, squid taming on the center tomorrow night. Like you have to have initiative and you have to have a desire to get out there and do stuff. Although you can't I- just sit back and not do anything, and then go, oh, nothing to do. Because the sandbox game, you can literally sit in a sandbox and stare at the sand, or you can make a castle. Like, that's your choice. Yeah, but and, after you make think, all the castles, what do you but, do? Right, Everybody's yeah. taste and expectations are different. Not everybody has the same, you know? Well, and, and that's what, where sandboxes are different. One of the things I was going to say is the reason Floon can do this event with taming the squid is because... It's a new dino. It came out, and he's getting an event to say, hey, here's this new thing. Let's figure this out. Let's do this. I'm going to show you guys how to do this, and that's because it's new. Um, But there's only so many times. Well, well, you mean that's not why he's doing it, because we've done events like this before, and it wasn't a new thing. He's, He's... that's not like the only well, reason why. Right. I'm just saying, like, you, things like that for that specific dino, you can probably only do that event once, maybe twice um, within a group like this before people are just like, hey, we've done this before. Well, um, yeah. You know, so I, it's just one of those things you can keep doing. The, like, the event is great. I like the idea. It's just that in order to continually do events like that, you have to have new dinos to do events like that with. Well, and that's the same that goes to, like, a raid. Once you do the raid, who really likes to beat their head against the same, like, keep going in to get in the same stuff if you got all of your gear? You know what I mean? Like, right. ev- every yeah, game exactly. has a ceiling to a point. Destiny players. Know? Yeah, like, every, yeah. Yeah, every game has yeah, a ceiling, Destiny. and every player de- decides what their ceiling is. You know, like right, that. but certain ceilings are higher than others. That's to, what I'm it, to it's say. all perspective. Like some people, wow. think, you know, it's it's all perspective. My ceiling I might be shorter. I didn't know <laughs> that my input was going to cause such a fracas. It's not a fracas. <laughs> it's it's a actually fr- good discussion. Yeah, this is good discussion. discussion. Yeah, it's we don't take it personal. We have opinions and we share them. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't hold anything that I'm saying like too near and dear to my heart. Like you guys no. aren't going to hurt my feelings no. if you disagree with me. Obviously, otherwise right. I wouldn't be on here. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's just something I'm interested in discussing and seeing. What, yeah people think about it so survival um, of the fittest is the answer you know I, that's like that gameplay if that kind of gameplay <laughs> well, yeah, exactly not, not the dude on the server on our official server that just likes to breed wyverns and sell them that's you're right you're game. right like, you're, that's what sandboxes are everybody makes their own game in the sandbox and once your creative juices have dried up then you get out and you never come back that's it you're right 
both and survival of the fittest and sandboxes like, are the answer. Yeah, and like, some people, you know, some boxes have more sand. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Some people just suck and don't have a creative bone in their body. And this is not the <laughs> game for them. Yeah, and they play obviously, the same game. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, obviously, go around on freaking official and all their bases look like shit because not one <laughs> of them. Not one of them has a creative bone in their body to make yeah. a normal, pretty cool-looking base. They're all boring as boring. See, yeah, who else so those are of an Empire State Barn? <laughs> Come on. I mean, those are the players who play the same map over and over again <laughs> yeah. on League of Legends yeah. and Call of Duty. They buy the same Call of Duty game yeah. every time. That Those are those players. Yeah. And, and you know, that's they exist. So, if, uh, I was going to say, from my position, I still love ARK. And I'm expecting to be going back to playing it. I'm kind of like on a temporary a sabbatical, if you will. I just kind of, well, I just kind of lost my train of thought. But um, they don't, I don't know. You'd say I'm a creative person, right? So it's not that I've lost my creativity or anything. It's just like, kind of like Fo said, I've built all my castles. Now I'm waiting well, yeah, for something else to thing. entice me back into the game and, and get me excited about doing something new, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because building was what you did. Like, going out, like, you, you're you not so much of a social butterfly. You don't like to just roll around an island on a, a public server on a dinosaur and stop by every base and see if somebody's home. That's not how you play your game. Correct. I mean, I am what social as far as you guys. You're my friends. I know you. That's why I still hang right. out with you on TeamSpeak while I'm yeah. playing Grand Theft Auto or DC Universe Online or whatever right. else. So... It's it's not the antisocial thing, and it's not a lack of creativity. It's just sort of a lack of well, we've been playing it for motivation over a year. You know, I mean, that's a that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I hit the nail on the head time. as as well when he said where it's going to be. What's going to happen is that once the studio stops with the updates, the modders they'll keep it alive for like yes. a little bit because basically, what do we do? We make a map and we toss on a whole bunch of mods. That's how we enjoy Ark right now. We like right. the mods because we feel the mods fill in the holes that the that the um, studio won't add, like yeah. um, NPC characters and things like that. Things the game needs to be a more fuller game. Yeah. And so that's what's going to happen. The mod people are going to keep it alive for a little while longer. But I do think within the, within the next year or so, a large studio is going to come out with a massive survival game that's going to just take over and people going to go there instead. Yeah, and definitely look at like the map that we're playing on right now, the one you're streaming. That is a fan-created map. It's beautiful and it runs a gazillion times better than their official does and we have 29 mods on a mod map that's not even finished and it runs and it's loaded with like nine million circos will be in like a little pack, so you know. I mean, the server performance is being hit with twenty nine mods. Bush people, we have bush people on the server, and that is a sketchy mod, <laughs> and it's running smooth. You have not rubber banded. You don't got all kinds of crazy stuff going on like we do on their official. It just blows my mind that that look at these mod people are making better content than the actual wild card. Or there's, ugh, it's just weird. It's frustrating. So yeah, Lee. I hey guys, I hit tw- I'm over 2,500 hours now in Ark. Nice. 
I twenty two thousand five hundred and one hours now. I played one hundred and twenty one point nine hours in the past two weeks. So I I I'm not bored yet, you know. So you that's that's a testament that I'm not bored yet. But somebody yeah. else pay, playing forty hours can get bored. It's just our taste. Our gaming palettes are different. You know. And you'll be one of those players who keeps the game alive into the. F- you know, two years from now. You know, I wouldn't if it wasn't for everybody I play with, honestly. I probably, that plays a big part, is sharing it together. I would probably not be playing Ark right now if I didn't play with you guys. I probably wouldn't. Aww. I probably wouldn't be playing, because I'd be like, okay, I'll find something else with a nice cool pocket of people. What the you know? hell is going on over here? What do you got going on? Look at my stream in about two seconds. <laughs> I'm afraid to see what the bush Look what are I doing. just ran into. What? What are you doing this? Are they should humping? Are they should be. I don't know. Doing? What is going on? There's a bunch of naked women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even what know. Is go- Guys, what's, hey, what's going on over here, people? That is so crazy. I think this Smack is tamed by someone. No, I, I'm, I'm off this. So goodbye. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's nuts. Okay. That is so Smack weird. That is. What is going on? That is so creepy, dude. It looks All like right. they're trying to tame a dino or it kill looks, something there. There's no dinosaur there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to say something regarding what we were just talking about before yeah. this, but I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> no, okay, okay. Yeah, no, what Esme was saying Edit. about not probably not playing Ark anymore if uh, if it wasn't for this group and for us playing it together. Um, and I think I'm the same way because yeah. I had an unofficial cert. Well, I just had a private server that I was running for my box at home for myself and my friends to play on. And we were playing for a while and we were having fun and then everybody else kind of started going and doing their things because a couple of them were in college and so they went on winter break and so they were traveling and didn't have access to their good computers and uh, all of this kind of thing. And so it just, I kept going for a little bit longer on it and it ended up me like you were talking earlier, I think Lee was talking about it earlier, just logging on, making sure the dinos were fed, trying to keep everything maintained. And then by the time I was done with that, I didn't have any time to actually go do the things that I wanted to do. And so, you know, if you're trying to do things like that solo, it can be kind of hard. And so, yeah, if it weren't for this group, I'd probably have a hard time playing anymore, just trying to do stuff by myself because it gets to be too much. Yep. I agree. Oh, right. Hey, um, <laughs> that was a really good... I see, Lee, you you underestimated your your input because <laughs> we all... Good. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all agree and, you know, you, you bring us back around, you know, because some of us have rose-colored glasses and that's okay. And it's nice to pull them off and, and hear the other side. So, thank you for that. How about no, you're you, welcome. Goon? Are you still there, Goonie? Oh, Goon. You fell asleep again. Goon, did you fall asleep? Goon, are you taking the kids to the pool? No. Oh, there you are. Whoa, welcome. Were you watching his stream? Is that why you couldn't... Yeah, I watched a little bit of this. (laughs) All right, what's your... Just a little bit? (laughs) Just a little. Just a little bit. I think... Just real quick here. The game will still be around. It's going to make... If they go with better servers, they can handle the amount of... Info to make the game run smoother. There's nothing more I love than running across the room five times in a row. I love the game. 
and scratches a lot of the itches I have for the game. Even scratches was was harder place to reach. But they run like most games will continue out with different expansions, like things I would like to see, like a rainforest or a safari expansion, something like that. But in order to move forward, they need to step back and decide what's going to take them just to bring up the game up to par. I know they listen to players and listen listening to players and giving them items they want in the game. But if it's going to be here in two years, they need to stop giving the players what they want and give the game what it needs. That's what I have. Boom, boom! Put that That's a t-shirt. really good point, actually, it. because I think a lot of these uh, early access games, while, while it's good to have player input to see what people want, at some point, taking too much player input and trying to implement it dilutes the vision of the game that the developers were going for in the first place. True. I love how you put that, Goon. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. That is that was brilliant. You're always good. You your timing is good and you can boil things down to a nice clean sentence that I can't do. So I appreciate that. Yep. That was that good. Is awesome. So um how about you, Mr. Prometheus? Um I kind of see this game right now as a candle from burning from both ends, um, and they're trying to keep enough wick uh, to keep it running at the same time, find themselves behind the ball in most of the cases running. The increased number of dinos they have coming out, I think, are all dinos they kind of had in the chamber ready to shoot, and for whatever reason, they didn't need them. Does he um, sound choppy to anybody else? Yeah, he's yeah. choppy to me really too. I can't. Hello? Better now? Yeah, it's like, um, I think you have voice activation on, and it's uh, delay is too much. So it's oh. not like getting your whole word. It's like, mm, uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it's Okay. Weird. Is it better now? I think so. Sounds okay, okay so far. You'll have to yeah. say a couple All sentences. All right, so uh, just uh, real quick. So the, the candle, it's like a candle burning from both ends. Um, they're trying to keep enough wick. You keep everybody interested in going, but they're, they're finding themselves kind of behind the ball. Um, I think that new maps bring the most um, amount of bang for your buck when it comes to releasing new content. However, they've shoot them, they shot themselves in the foot with kind of going with this PGM concept that really doesn't seem ready, even, even really ready, even closely at all. Um, right. Unless they have some major uh, update that's going to happen to PGMs, which can really revitalize this game quite a bit because suddenly the maps are different in every everybody's servers and there's something new and different that they can do, but um, all along the way, they have to get this concept of mini games and modes going. Um, and I know I've discussed this before, but if they don't, they're going to end up basically the second they stop making new content, the mod makers, and I'm pretty sure this was said already, the mod makers will carry this game out a little bit further, and then somebody else um, will, will swoop in and steal the audience. Um, whether that be a big AAA studio like like Fo was saying, or it be someone else. Right now, if you look, there are copycat games of this game all over Steam uh, popping up, and they're not necessarily better or different in any real way. In fact, one one today just released I saw is basically Ark without dinosaurs. It's just it's it's animals rather than dinosaurs, and you almost wonder maybe that was a better way to go because. They don't have to make up so much stuff, and they can just go with it, with what you would find normally. Um, and you know, you kind of have this this duality where they're trying to keep enough uh, wood in the fire to keep things burning at the rate they are, but it's almost um, unsustainable. And um, 
I find that the game they're 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 doing things like when they make a new dino, it's really just a skin of a new dino with some gimmicky addition to it to try and make it worth it, but it's not. There there's yet to be uh, a new dino that's truly worth taming. Um, probably in the last three or four months uh, that has really been released. Um, you have your your core set of dinos that are there for building and and the beast of burdens and stuff like that. And then you have a little bit of defense or offense, uh, offensive dinos. But a lot of them don't have any real reason. Uh, once they're tamed, they have their one one or two purposes, and and all the other dinos just are there. They're not they're not worth uh, the time invested that they've put into them. Um, so I unfortunately see this game in two years only surviving off of modders that are passionate about playing the game. Um, and and as Fo said before, you know it's almost pitiful that a, a mod maker can make something like S plus and add so much to the game and change it and make building so much better. Um, or like the, the the guy who made the the um, the keep mod where it has all the the castle and, and yeah. all those pieces. You know, I I don't understand why they've they've stopped so short on building when that's such a huge portion of this game exactly like like why aren't there rounded foundations in the core game why aren't there things like rounded walls or or different ways of building it, it's just they they almost like you shouldn't be spending your ingram points learning individual parts on how to build a stone foundation versus a stone wall versus a, you should you should have one bigger Ingram set that just gets you all of the stone parts, all of the wood parts, all of this, and then expand on those concepts. Um, it shouldn't just end with metal, like, right now. And I know that tech tier is, like, this strange thing they kind of have looming in the background that isn't quite, it isn't quite there. Like, it doesn't really fit the game that, that's been created so far. And maybe it'll change it in some, some significant way that makes it a lot more fun, but really... It looks just trolly, and it looks like it's this this bunch of gear that you're going to get that is really just for serving the trolls on PVE. I'm sorry, PVP, and and it's just it's. I think it might actually ruin the game. Um, after all this time, you know, so many of us are kind of waiting to see what this is all going to be about, um, and I think most of us are really just excited about having new building materials in the end. And having ability to do underwater bases and explore huge sections of the map that are basically just locked off right now, um, because you can't really spend much time down there. Um, All right. I, I don't know that I have much more to add, but it's just it's kind of it's losing its its ember at the moment, and it's and in, yeah, you can always create your own fun, but you can't do those things really in a in a um, an official server. So unless you have a group of friends who are either uh, you know running their own servers? It it just the mods are making such a difference to what's happening in the game that if that ever goes away, they'll lose this entire audience. Because I like someone said, if this if this didn't have mods and you couldn't run your own servers, would you be playing it? Hell no, absolutely yeah. not. Like uh, I'm that's curious in fact about something. I would like to see the numbers as um, I want to see how many players are playing unofficial to official. Yeah, that's a good I'm question. I'm kind of curious about that. Or even single player. It's hard to, you know, some people just get tired of being around stupid people, so a lot of people play in single player, too. So it's 
I'd be well, interested so, to see that. So you could get kind of an estimate because Steam has stats on how many people are playing the game at any given time. So you can look at that to see the total number of players and then you can kind of estimate official. I'm sure they have stats for that somewhere for how many people are on their servers all at once. So then you can kind of get your numbers worked out that way. One thing I'm kind of surprised Ark didn't have was a creative mode. I know it's a complete non-sequitur, um, but what Prometheus was just talking about the building and and you know all the stuff like basically why you have to take Ingrams to to build like a staircase. Like why why doesn't why didn't you know they just make a creative mode where you could just have infinite resources and just build what you want? Because that's kind of one of the things my wife didn't want to play Ark was because it didn't give her absolute one hundred percent creative freedom. Single yeah, that player, single player, to, like single player they should definitely have a, they should definitely have that mode. When you yes. actually admin mode, you should be able to go into that type of mode. So the, prob- mode. the problem yep. is, is um, and I did show her that, is you have to enter individual values and item codes. Exactly, and but, yes. but that's the frustrating It's, it's super part. tedious, yeah. Especially that's for what I'm saying. They need oh, admins yeah. to be able just to go into creative mode where they don't have to access engrams, they don't have to, it's just a menu where they just pop it up, they hit the engram, and they could make whatever walls they need. Like, you shouldn't have to put in codes for everything when you're in that mode. But I, I don't think they've done that because... They haven't the really. That. They haven't done that because the at the core, building in this game without mods is actually pretty pretty crappy. I mean, like, yeah, you can get kind of creative and you do all these things. I mean, it wasn't just until recently that they even did the... Um, the um, uh, sloped roofs and stuff like that, which add a little bit of character to buildings, but in most cases... We've always almost, had sloped roofs. No, it came out like... Uh, it certainly wasn't in the very beginning of the game. I, I bought this I game when it first came out. It. So did and I, and I've always had sloped roofs. <laughs> I, I don't remember even seeing those, um, and I thought that they came out rather recent, but, but in the end, even that stuff is not enough. They need to have other types of building materials and I, I know they got the adobe stuff but they really shot themselves in the foot when it comes to separating that out and making it so that it's basically only usable or or desirable in in this one map um it's it's just it has no it has no use case outside of uh, scorched earth i i don't disagree with you um but if you were just an experiment if you were to make uh an official creative mode i guarantee you you would see some crazy stuff that people could put together just with the core game, no mods. Like, I, I guarantee it. Like, it, you know, I mean, you could just, I, I think, I think um, with building and just like what I see YouTubers do and on like the crazy official servers from the PCs, like the crazy alpha tribes, like, I think you can do a lot of crazy, unique things if they just had a creative mode. Yeah, I agree with that. Because, um, one thing that a lot, uh, well, I mean, at least, okay, the one other big uh, survival-ish crafting building game, Minecraft, had, I mean, it started out as just a creative mode, and then they tacked the survival thing on, but I feel like if I'm remembering correctly, Minecraft was kind of the first uh, big, big hitting, big um, hit game, I guess, to have survival like i feel like survival wasn't a huge thing before minecraft came out and correct me if i'm wrong but yeah minecraft kind of led well, the had, charge of that you had, um h1z1 and there were other survival games but minecraft is the one that took in the building well see i thought minecraft yeah. came out before all those did though 
At I least in Alpha. DayZ was a mod it, back then. Yeah, I think DayZ was a mod back then because it was originally a mod for Armor 3, I think. Right. Yeah. Two. Armor 2, yeah. Was it an yeah. Armor 2 mod? It was an Armor 2 mod, I remember. Yeah, okay. and that was way back right. then. That was a while then. ago. Uh, and Minecraft's creative mode is famous. Like, people created calculators and entire worlds with Minecraft's creative mode. Yeah, but that right. didn't come without mods. I mean, have you ever played the vanilla version of Minecraft? Actually, Minecraft I mean, has all you, the circuits and the logic yeah, that to make Yeah, you can make a calculator yeah, in a Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You don't need mods for Minecraft. It's, no. It's like everything's built in. It was like Tech Toolkit or something like that. Like, all those things, that wasn't... They the have other... There are mods, and, yeah. Like, uh, Pearl, uh, what is it? Uh, Perl scripting to it, but that's that's a little different. Those do require mods, but there's a lot that's just in the base game itself. Um, so yeah, to, to, to sum it up, at least in my my talk here, um, it, it's it's surviving only on mods right now. I'd say the it, just off of a guess, there's a whole website to, dedicated to people posting their their dedicated servers and trying to um, you know attract players to their servers with a given set of mods or a given set of settings or um, rates and stuff like that. And I have never looked at the total numbers, but you can tell that they far exceed um, what the official servers have ever hit. Well, I think and, the game is surviving on right now on the hardcore PvPers. That, that's what I honestly, in my opinion, think is holding the game right now. Because that's yeah. where everybody's at. When you speak to most people, they play PvP. Um, I think that the hardcore PvP is all what's holding the game yep. together now. That competitive well, I th- side is... I think that kind of ends up happening with any um, any multiplayer uh, yep. game. Any, any game with a multiplayer component, most of the people that stick around are the ones that play online against other people. Because they're the, the only ones who, who want to play the same map over and over and right. over again. And the people who... <laughs> played through the campaign and are done with the game while they're done with the game and they don't come back and play multiplayer against people anymore uh so even you know even call of duty battlefront uh battlefield uh, battlefront doesn't have a campaign let's not go there but them opening up the maps to like you know hopping from like server to server that kind of rejuvenated the pvp um i was talking to shrimpy and on the uh playstation pvp he now has relations with people on other servers. So like he'll hit up Scorched and he'll give them things that they need and he'll get and the people from the Scorched will give him things to take back on the island. And I and now you could actually it, it just opened up the game on a massive like level now because now you could travel to other servers and you could make relations and you say, Oh, you don't have something here. My server has a lot of it. I could trade you, blah blah blah. And uh, the alpha thing, the mega alpha thing, he was saying that he's in talks now with other alpha tribes to become a mega tribe and to become a mega alpha. So I think that kind of opened up the whole PvP aspect of the game as well. Another thing I saw on YouTube was a YouTuber, he was traveling between servers on Scorched Earth and farming red drops. So he had like his main server was on the center and he was the alpha tribe there and he would just transfer his, a pterodactyl or tear it on to a Scorched Earth server, farm all the red drops in the quote-unquote ocean, leave the server, go to a different Scorched Earth server, and do the exact same thing. And that's all he was streaming, was just farming red drops. And he got, like, two Ascendant rocket launchers and, like, crazy stuff. Which which I think is cool. 
Yeah, and that's yep. how he he made the game. He, you would yeah. think that he they would have it. come come up with like an in-game currency by now, where where people can more freely trade items without, uh, you know, oh, I need this versus like like so. This guy's farming red drops. What does he need in return? Like, what is he asking for to get those items he from him? Metal. Yeah, he wants metal. Yeah, metal. He wants. <laughs> Semantic paste. He but wants why? I mean, he wants a dino, maybe that he doesn't want to tame. Maybe he wants a wyvern. Who knows? Yeah, because they're right now unofficial. I think they're that's what um, the currency is to buy wyverns unofficial is like thirty thousand ingots, uh, fifty thousand ingots, depending on the wyvern. At least that's what old pig boobies is charging. Is there not a lot of metal on scorched earth? No, yeah. it is on Scorched Earth. It doesn't have a place like the volcano. Yeah. It doesn't have like a good, like, there's metal all over the place, but no good, like, spots where you could just go to one spot and farm a lot of it. Okay. No, no centralized location. Shop. Exactly. Yeah. It's more scattered in little spots all, all around the map. So, Which metal on hard. Scorched is like, it's nice to get a whole bunch of ingots if you're on skirts because it's a pain in the ass to go around getting all the metal. Okay, so I think we are moving into our tip time. Uh, we got a little off, but we had a lot of good discussion. Um, and also, um, Prometheus, I looked it up. It was a patch 204.0 in August of 2015. Sloped roofs came into the game. So two years ago. Yeah, almost. I knew it was. I knew it wasn't uh, recent. <laughs> when did the game come out? Um, Do we know? This this came out. Uh, Version two hundred four point or two hundred four point zero came out August twenty eighth, twenty fifteen. That's when the sloped roofs came. I'm not. I didn't look up when the game came out. You can do that while I talk. Because we're do moving that. into tip time. Um, this is where each of our hosts, or those who wanted to participate in tip time, will share a tip or a tale. Mister Foe, you are getting us started. So I want to talk about the whip, as I play the Indiana Jones theme music. Okay, that's what that was. (laughs) I got it. There we go. I like to whip it, whip it good, because I think um, the whip is a underappreciated tool. After seeing it used in PvP, after messing around with it a little bit. Um, I didn't give the whip a second look. Like, I used it a little bit on Squash. I was like, eh, this is kind of wacky. You know, it's, it makes me laugh every time I use it, um, for, for sure. But the whip is a tool that is crazy. It's a, something that is kind of overpowered. Um, on PvP, if someone has a weapon in their hand, you could whip it out of their hands. So you're like, oh, you have a gun? No, you don't. And then you could take out your gun, and you could shoot them and take whatever else they have. But also, the whip could also pull people off their mounts. So, say someone swoops in on a Petra, how do you get those annoying people that like to fly around on Petras all day and, and lift you up? Don't take out a pike and pike the Petra. Take out your whip and whip them off and you both are dropping to your deaths. Who cares? Maybe you have a parachute, but <laughs> that's the way you could handle that option. <laughs> and I just never knew that the whip could do these things because I never gave it a fair chance. I took it out. I was whipping stuff with it. I had a little bit of a good time. It makes a funny sound. Like, you get that cool snap effect. It looks ridiculous. But 
it's so useful. Just the fact you could whip things out of people's hands and whip wait, wait, what? Yeah, you could whip things out of people's hands. So if someone pulls out a gun, I don't know I said it already. If someone pulls out a gun, you could whip the gun out of the hands. Wow! Just like Indiana Jones would do. Dang, <laughs> that's actually really cool. And that is how you can make your game more fun. That's and another entire different thing you can do. Yeah, definitely. It's <laughs> it's super cool. Well, the point is, it's like it's super cool if people come up on you and they have the gun out, they have a shotgun out, whatever it is, you could just whip out the whip real quick, smack it out of the hand, and now they're just defenseless. And a lot of people don't know that you can do that. And then the, I never knew you could whip people off their mounts. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that, no. That's another fantastic use for this That script. is awesome. That's it, that's all I got, just That's a good it, one, guys. though. Whips. That's a good one. How about you, Rex? Uh, Get us started with yours. So... Um, this is for mostly for uh, the PS4 users who are maybe having a tough time logging on, playing a couple hours a day. Maybe they're on an extinction server because they don't want to deal with early alpha tribes. Uh, but basically, my the very first thing I wanted to do when I reinvigorated my love for ARK in October was I really wanted to fly because I'd never flown before. And I saw everyone doing it, and it was like I, I've only seen like a third of, or not even like a, a quarter of the map on the center. So. <clears throat> I learned very quickly that taming a pteranodon on a full extinction server with PvP players running rampant is extremely hard. I've got three separate pteranodons that I completely failed on. I, I named one the Glitched On, which is basically if you're taming a pteranodon and you go on top of it where its wings are, there's a chance that you will glitch and you won't be able to get up off the pteranodon at all and you'll be stuck there. And that actually yep. happened to me. Um, I, I lost ya. Uh, I, uh, sorry about that. Um, I had a Pteranodon. Uh, I was taming it. It was level 5. I had all the raw meat in it. It was going to take about an hour, according to Dodo Dex. Um, and I decided to kind of just jump on top of it, like, oh, if anyone attacks me, I'll just protect it from here. Then I got stuck there. And I was stuck there for 40 minutes, just trying to jump out, you know, hitting everything. And eventually, a player jumps off the cliff that the Pteranodon was near, right on top of me with a raptor following him. The player dies. The raptor turns around and eats me because I can't move <laughs> and run away from it. So that's glitched on, and then there's narcodon. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, narcotics persist after you've shot them. Yeah. Um, so if you trank, if you trank arrow a tame, and it flies off, like in this case, I bullet a pteranodon. I was trank arrowing it. I was pretty sure it was going to go down soon, and then a player appears. I kill the player, but the pteranodon escapes, and I'm like, oh man, it's gone. Like I was, it was a perfect level five because the reason I was hunting for low levels is because you can tame them in an hour with raw meat. Um, which is kind of what I was going for. Uh, but it flew off, and I was staring at it, super bummed, and then it fell. And I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to run over there. It fell over a hill in the forest. I ran over there, and there was a cardo there, and the cardo killed me, and then probably killed the pteranodon. So keep that in mind. And then the last pteranodon I found was on Herbivore Island. Uh, I I tamed it. I was su successful. I had a raft uh, with a little stone hut on it. And I had the Tranodon follow me because I wasn't quite level 35 yet, so I had to go get Chitin, get ready to build my Tranodon saddle, hit level 35, get that baby saddled, I was going to be good to go. I had it follow me on the raft, um, because I didn't want it, uh, I couldn't fly it, so following it, got into the swamp, um, started kind of looking for a good spot, looking for players, and then all of a sudden it said my Tranodon got killed by Sarko. Um, so, guys, don't ever have a tame follow you while you're on a raft, because they get low enough to the water... So water dinos can attack and kill them. Which is what happened to my Tranodon. 
Ouch, man. Yeah, man. Ow. This was all. This was all throughout <laughs> several Yikes. weeks. Yeah, each of these stranodons wasn't one session. It was like I logged on, you know, built my bola, my got my hide, did everything I needed to do to get started on this extension server, found a tranodon, finally knocked it out, you know, and and it, this was separate sessions over several weeks. It sucked. It sounds like you had a pretty rough, <laughs> just rough a little experience. <laughs> That's nuts. At least you uh, can laugh about it now, maybe. maybe. Oh yeah, I, I eventually got the perfect level 20 Pteranodon. I killed uh, um, the the smaller Bronto, what are they uh -huh. called? The, the, the Diplodocus? Dipl Dipl yeah, the, Di the Diplodocus. I killed it because it was just kind of pushing around. I was like, you know what, you're primate, so I killed it. And then I got my Pteranodon, and it lasted like a week, which was pretty cool. I just kept it in a box and then flew around, and then it died. But you know, I had my fun. Right on. Well, sounds like Gigabyte had some fun with the night of 100 gigas. Okay. So, it was on an unofficial server. The guy had jacked up the breeding, like, how long it takes to, like, I think 100? So, oh a giga from, like, egg, ha egg down to incubate to fully grown was three hours. So, I sat down with him. It was him, me, and my little brother. And we all just busted out gigas and quetzals. And I decided to forget to put meat into my Giga as I decided to log off for the night. And so I wake up to, I want to say about like 10 dead Gigas, all of my friend's Quetzals, and like all of his turrets were turned off because the Giga had hit inside their base and broke their cords. So it had killed all their dinos, <laughs> all my Gigas, all my Quetzals, all his Quetzals. But thankfully it didn't enrage any of his Gigas. Wow. <laughs> so I lost seven Crazy. gigas, Quetzals, all of it, all because I forgot to put meat into, like, one giga. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy. You really wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, so Why feed your gigas. Them? Well, it, it got hungry. What yeah, do you want it to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is now, my question is, what did you do with the giga after? Goodness. Oh, I just bought a female from another tribe and started breeding them again. Gosh. <laughs> Hopefully separate from your base, like in another base. Yeah, I kept them. I moved them to Cardo Island. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that is, that's crazy. Um, my tip or tale is uh, tribe life etiquette with Esme volume two. <laughs> I thought, uh, I think a lot of us struggle with not knowing how we can contribute when we are in a tribe or we get discouraged. I think I've, I've seen this in every tribe I've been in, you know, you'll, you have like the more vo boisterous extroverts going taking charge and then you'll have some people that really want to help but they just don't know how to help they feel like oh and then you end up feeling like oh i feel like i'm not contributing i feel like i'm in the way and then you just don't feel like playing but it's just a lack of communication between the two different play styles so i have found that making a project board we're trying it out in our tribe and i've done similar things in other tribes um a project board can help with this because it's all about communication so like in our barracks on our official pve server um that foam made, I picked a wall and we're using it like a project wall because we all play at different hours and some people like to gather. Some people need to craft to get some levels. Some people, we have some defenses and stuff we need to build, but we don't have time to make like 1000 stone walls or 52 dino gates. And it's a way that somebody can get in, contribute and then go and play. So they feel like they're, they're putting in their time and being part of the group. So 
I definitely have found that making the project wall is really cool and definitely making a little tribe area that everybody feels is their meetup place. So we just happen to have like our own rooms and our storage boxes and stuff the way um, Faux had made it. And um, I think it also helps with people not feeling like they have to go and tell people what to do or, you know, there's that gray area. Am I being bossy? Am I not being bossy? Or how do I ask for help? Because not everybody's good with asking for help and then it can build resentment because people are like, nobody's helping me. You know, it just is, it's people. Whenever you play with other humans, you run into this um, in game and in real life. So um, and I'm the type of person who does not like people bossing me around because I don't like bossing other people around. So like giving me orders, if you sound like you're talking down to me, and not like we're on the same level, I, it really irritates me. So I've. You just have, plant some more berries, all I right? Have, yeah, yeah, we've talked to them about yours not, I swear. Um, I'm the type of person who does not like that, and it really rubs me the wrong way. And some other people can take orders very well. I just don't like people making it like. You know, that's my job. You know, it sucks the fun out of my game, and that's why I game, is to have fun. So working as a team is one thing, but acting as though your tribe mates are your servants or employees, not on my watch. That's not how I play. A lot of time, it is about the delivery. So often, we have great things to say, but our delivery sucks. I think having a project <laughs> wall helps communicate what projects the tribe currently needs help with and lets others pick how they wish to help. You can also make tribe goals on a wall, a tribe do and don'ts. I've also in the past made walls um, that had like tips for new players because not everybody Googles all these little things like um, don't hit your J whistle. Don't, you know, if you want to use your T whistle instead, you know, like little things that new players don't know, like um, to type how to type in tribe. Everybody that starts the game thinks global is the only way to go. They don't realize that like on my keyboard, my insert button is my local chat and my my question mark button is my um my tribe chat you know they don't realize but and you can change that and it's entirely different for console people so um you know these are all different ways to help com like increase communication and also not step on people's toes and maybe get more participation because those quiet people that don't know how or don't feel comfortable asking won't have to people can pick and choose what they're good at what they like to do and it just makes it a lot a lot more of a cohesive working environment and we get a lot of stuff done we got a lot of stuff done this week just by doing that so communication is definitely important but how we communicate is just as important so that's my etiquette with esme volume two and now we're going to pass it on to mr goon who has an enraged kinda <laughs> maybe hey goon goon hey goon Knock, boy. call me me all right, somebody, mm. somebody want to read Goon? <laughs> um, I can go ahead and read it. Go for it. I think. Let's see. Yeah, I should be able to do this. Um, do so, Enraged Kinda uh, was on the official server and decided to sign off with a little bit of fun. I was going to commit suicide by dino. So I put all my gear away and got naked and decided to take a stroll in the swamp. Our base is built on the very edge of the swamp, so I opened up the gate and walked to my death. Kinda. It was a little early in the evening, and the weather was beautiful. The swamp was alive with absolutely nothing. I walked from one end of the swamp to the other and saw nothing, and then there it was, my angel of death, a frog. So after running it down, 
I punched it in the face and waited for death to take me. The frog gave me a kiss on the cheek and hopped away while unconsciousness overcame me. By the time I woke up, Mr. McFroggy was gone and I was alone again. So I continued to walk and ended up dying the boring way of starvation. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> he pretty much summed up our PvE official life right there. Yeah, he kind of did. I tried doing that the other day. Actually, uh, uh, actually last week, I think. And a couple Capras found me. Then that was back when there were even fewer spawns, so I was kind of surprised. But right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's hit or miss. I got yanked off my mount on the official by those stupid Capra. Oh my god! Mo- mostly miss. Did you guys see um, Luminin and I, Capros were jumping our dino gates into our base. Like, I had I, no idea Capros could jump that high. I wish someone could have gotten footage of that nuts. because I was reading no. those posts and I was just laughing. It, first off, um, all of a sudden, like, because I wasn't in TeamSpeak at the time, and Luminin started putting in, kill da-da-da-da-da, kill da-da-da-da-da. But the words he was put didn't make sense. I'm like, what? What? Because I'm not thinking there's anything in our base. We have Species X up. We have a big wall. I'm like, whatever. Well, then he goes, a Capro got in. A Capro jumped in to eat him. He ran out, and it jumped back out after him. And What the heck? <laughs> I know, right? So I thought it was a fluke thing. So I start going to put pillars with ceilings above the dino gates to kind of make a shelf and then i was putting spikes on top of the ceilings to kind of make a like a almost like he said the game really needs barbed wire because i was kind of in essence making a barbed wire fence yeah, on that pretty side much. where the capros were so i'm in my own business and all of a sudden a sarco starts attacking through the thing like because it senses me and then all of a sudden a freaking capro starts lunging his body now it was the funniest damn thing i've ever seen because part of me wanted to stay and see if it actually made it over the other part of me was like shit it might actually make it over because it was in it it's crazy this capro however they have this dino in game design it it was using the bank as a ramp and it was running up the bank and then jumping and trying to get into our base. What it did is it ended up landing on the freaking barracks that Foe had made. And that's still tall. And then it ran into the base. It made it in. And and the view in my head was this sideways diagonal flying Capro. It lo- was launching it. And Luminin saw it jump on her Species X and then jump into the base. But then it cleared the gate to get out to get him. So they could <laughs> jump really high. And I had That's no amazing. Can they I jump that high when they're tamed? I don't know. I that we have some. We're gonna have to try it because this sucker, he had he got some good air. That's all I know. In yeah, Capro basketball. Yeah, I mean it happened twice in a row. Yeah, they have a lunge attack as Man, like their attack, and they, they go flying pretty far. Yeah, if you they use the if you use the lunge attack correctly, you can kind of use rocks and other stuff. Kind of as a launch pad, and you can really get some pretty insane air with them. So yeah, if you do it right, nice. it, it's pretty amazing what you can do if you if you use them right. I just had no clue. So hey, everybody, <laughs> if you live near the swamps and you're using dino normal dino gates, they can clear those. They happen to us. <laughs> That's nuts, me. That's nuts. So Badger, what's your? Oh, did you still want us to skip you? Still yeah, you. I basically haven't had anything super interesting go on in okay. arc lately so let's get me well electron punching yeah. trees yeah so mine is brief um it's just gonna be the thing i mentioned briefly before 
the troodons are super annoying um, and they can be super hard for uh, like if you're spawning on the beach they, they like to run around the beach so for new players just trying to get on and get a foothold it can be kind of difficult for them to stay alive long enough to get anything set and going so my tip is keep stem berries on you if a troodon attacks you chomp on the stem berries and run away <laughs> And, uh, it, you know, works most of the time. I mean, you've got to be fast enough and have enough stamina to get away from them, I guess. But at least uh, having those stem berries on you all the time will give you that little bit of chance to uh, stay awake long enough to get away before they uh, completely wreck your day. So that That's a good tip, because <laughs> they are little jerks. Um, that means we are moving into Last Call. So I guess I get to play this. It's closing time. Pack up all those items and head out into the real world. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here. I don't want to have to log right now. I don't want you to have to log right now. But it's closing time. The rated artist ready to pull the plug. All right. Do you have any info you've got to share? Some shout-outs, future events, contests, share them now. Oh, wait a week. Mr. Rex, you have our first shout-out. Okay, I'd just like to give a quick shout-out to Badger, uh, A86, and all the guys from the Xbox server that I just joined. Um, you guys, I, I haven't been in the tribe for very long, um, but you guys really made it worth joining this group. Um, and it's really cool. I uh, immediately got on. Um, I alluded it to to it before, but I immediately got on. Got a 150 Terra, which I've never never perfect tamed a wild Dino before. Um, did it with your guys' help, and I'm just looking forward to, you know, helping out the tribe. It seems like a really fun, chill PvP server. Um, and then uh, for PS4 people or new people listening to the podcast, join the CRR group. These guys are real cool. Uh, if you listen to them in Teen Speak for the rest of the day, it's basically like listening to more episodes of Rated Arc. Because <laughs> uh, because they don't turn off their personalities. Um, yeah, it really so is. yeah, so I just want to give a shout out to to Badger um, and the CRR tribe on Xbox for letting me in, and to the CRR crew and the Rated Art crew for letting me be on this podcast. Well, thank you. Much appreciated. That's, a, that's really awesome. Yeah, I'm glad that we keep it real in and out of game, and in, in and out of this podcast. Yeah. That, that's cool that everybody I'm glad I'm glad to hear that thank you my um my shout out uh, whatever I got going on is foe and I are combining servers coming up in the next couple weeks um we tried to do role play I'm sorry we suck at it only because we got a lot of things going on and we can't just devote all of our time to role play because if we did then it'd be amazing but we can't we do our podcast we do our faux science things we each have our own server and it's too much to just do role play there's a lot of awesome role play places out there that's probably a faux science for us in the future but right now we realize that us we just don't have the time it needs to make it flourish so foe and i are going to join um but we are keeping a seasonal vibe to our future pc um servers are because we're going to combine it and then we're going to do it in seasons and we're going to have different mods and different maps and keep the game nice and fresh for everybody and be back try to get back to our root 
roots of where we played more together because right now we're kind of fractured. We have foe server, my server, Lee server, our PVE official, you know, like we're everywhere. And we're, we still get to team speak and play, but we're kind of everywhere. And it makes it hard to keep up on stuff. And now we have Luminance crazy server. He's saving for Arc Primal, you know, so we're trying to bring it back down and get back to what we're doing. So keep your eyes out for that. If that sounds uh, interesting, if uh, Arc is getting boring to you, we got some stuff cooking for the future. So um, that's what I have to talk about. And Mr. Gigabyte? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, shout out to my little brother for staying with the game, even though he's had probably the worst experience anybody could have <laughs> oh no oh starting out on official pve filled with trolls oh god and then just kind of following me around as i bounce between unofficial servers yeah it's definitely so. makes it easy when you have someone that you can play with and and do you know play with and if you had to go through all of that on your own that's for sure that would suck if he had to weather that storm all by himself. Oh, I don't think he would have. Probably not. Because, like, he likes the like game, that. but he I don't think he could do it alone. You said he's your younger brother? Yeah. Aw, oh, look at you being the big bro. Yeah, of course. that's right. <laughs> Alright, well, if we got our shout-outs, we're going to move into Would You Rather. Are you calling Chuck Norris a liar? Would you rather? <laughs> oh, it's I'm Dinger. Oh, wow. Would you rather? Holy what? Ding! <laughs> oh my god, that would be so weird. No, let's not go there. Why did I ask this? Oh would my goodness, rather? no. Would you rather? Bing! Bing! Alright, well, Electron, you have our first Would You Rather. Okay, well, uh, this is my first time doing this, so hopefully it won't be too terrible, but um, Can't be too my terrible. Would You Rather is, would you rather be able to learn one language that you don't already know instantly with perfect fluency? Sounds pretty good, right? Yeah. Or... Have all the time in the world to learn as many languages as you want, but you have to learn them normally. So basically, any time you devote to actually learning a new language, time basically stops. You have all the time in the world that you won't age, whatever. You just kind of are in stasis while you learn this, while you're actually devoting time to learning this language, but you have to do it the hard way. Yeah. Well, uh, I've tried learning a bunch of different languages um, out of books the hard way. So I think I'd just rather like to like pick one language and just boom, know it. You know, that's fine. I already speak two languages. I speak Spanish and English, so I'm okay with three languages. Personally, I'd go with all the time in the world. Learn all the languages. The grind. Me too, because I was going to say this. At first, I was going to say one language, because I was like, um, if I had just had a bunch of time to do it, would I dedicate that time to learning languages? Probably not, because... I probably could have learned like six languages with the amount of video games that I play. <laughs> but if you could tell me you could put, you could go into a stasis. So basically you're extending your life by as much as you want to learn languages. Exactly. I never thought about that. Could try and cheat and pretend to be learning the languages. Nope. You have to actually, <laughs> your brain has to yeah. be actually devoted to learning <laughs> a new language in order for time to, uh, in order for time to stop for you. It's going to take a long time. Like just to learn, like say Chinese is going to take a long time to learn. Which Wait, one? Mandarin or Cantonese? Just like switch yeah. arc over to German. And there just you play. go. Both. There you go. You play while you learn. That's yeah. When you, you come out of stasis, everybody around you like, where did you learn how to talk those languages? I'd be like, ah. That's, that's how you learn. It'd be cool if you could pick how you learned them. 
like I learned my languages by uh, talking to beautiful women who speak those languages, and that's how I learned all the languages normally. So I got to talk to really gorgeous women for several years, you know, or I mean, something. I don't have any problem. You know, that's that's perfectly within the range of what I've specified you know that there. So you would be paying attention if the chick was hot. You would not be paying attention to what language she was speaking. You'd be like, "What did you say?" Well, I guess it would take longer than normal then. But yeah, so, so, so you'd have to uh, you'd have to check your watch and make sure it's yeah. uh, stopped or not before you. Uh, but do you know what, beautiful Russian lady? We have all the time in the world. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I guess if you did have all the time in the world, that would work. I'm not sure how that works with uh, interacting with other people. You know, I, I didn't yeah. think that through completely, but <laughs> yeah, I, I was already thinking that from the start. Goodness, that's that's an interesting one. I changed my answer, by the way. What did what are you, so are you going with many? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with all the time in the world. I think I'm gonna go with one because I don't have the patience to do all of them. No, yeah, or the desire. I'm just gonna do one. <laughs> I don't yeah. have the attention span to do all of them. No, I get I would get bored. And for me, <clears throat> me personally too. Honestly, this is a hard one for me, and just because you know, because. I'm not quote-unquote wasting any time by trying to learn languages because, again, it doesn't take any, way, any time away from my life if I'm going to do it this way. But at the same time, I think, me personally, I could handle you know, knowing one extra language completely fluently because that would just be a big boost in the first place. And then if I wanted to learn other languages normally with time, you know, normally normally then i could do that having you know no well see yeah i don't know how that would work i think i would probably just go for the uh single language though all right i would probably go with just the single language oh welcome back goon yeah thank you thank you <laughs> but uh, single language i i took i failed two years of french in high school it was horrible trying to learn <laughs> I'll just rather learn one fluently and be happy. There's no way I would want to go through all that again with every single language. It was horrible. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm with you. I just don't think I could pull it off. I don't know that I would want to. I'll just, I'll just do one. Is Lee still awake? Yeah, I'm here. What would you pick? Uh, I'd take all the time in the world. Okay. What, what's your reasoning? Because I'd live forever because I'd be a slow learner. So, okay. Well, again, you have to be actively engaged in actually learning the language. Like, you can't be distracted or so focused I'd learn on one, something else. One, one word a day from each language in the world, and I would live for an extremely long time. So, I would imagine so, so, okay, so here's what I'm envisioning is time... St uh, and this is where things get kind of messy, is what I was envisioning. Time stops for you, but it's basically like, for everyone else no time has passed. So like someone said, oh, I think Foe said, you know, basically I've been spending this time learning this stuff and then suddenly you know all this you stuff. Now you're just making like, it too complicated. I, I know, I know I am. I know I am. <laughs> that or at least tea has worn off. So. I got a question for you guys. I asked Foe this earlier this week. If uh -huh. you could combine any two video games to make the perfect video game for yourself, what would they be? Ark and League of Legends. Wow, someone's been thinking about this. Isn't that like survival of the fittest story? <laughs> well, shh, don't don't yeah, use logic. Okay. <laughs> you, you guys don't understand. When 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 Ark came out, when I first found out about it, I thought it was 
it had the potential to be the perfect game. And then your your guys' podcast and kind of my experiences kind of shattered that a little because it's not. <laughs> right, right. Because you guys are always like, oh, you know, this thing is going wrong in ARC. They need to fix this. And I'm like, oh. But I mean, obviously it's not a perfect game. But uh, honestly, when ARC came out, this was like my perfect game. Like you, I love dinosaurs. I love PvP. I love survival. Uh, I love the idea of building and crafting huge buildings on an island. I love it, it. Everything about Ark appeals to me. So, right on. Cool. Well, I'm sorry that we burst your bubble. That's but okay. I'm not sorry because <laughs> don't I'm be all sorry. About keeping it real. So, <laughs> I'm all about being honest. And I and I think that's one thing we have to offer. If anything is, um, we give you give like our listeners our one hundred percent honest feedback. Back to Lee's <laughs> original question. Yeah. Um, I would like to combine uh, Destiny and Ark. Oh God. Because I well, that love might be interesting. I love the rating. Um, I thought that game did first person shooter rating great. I think that's one of the only games. That's an FPS. That is like an MMO that I liked. And then imagine that world where you can make your own, you know, bases and things like that, and you're not getting attacked by animals. You're getting attacked by the fallen. You're getting attacked by all the other races that are in that other game. I just think that, like, that's the game I want. I want that might be pretty cool. A building game that you could make a base, and there's tons of other. NPC type characters just wreaking havoc, and that's what I would like to see. Ark and Destiny together. Okay. Vault Boom. of Glass. I um, have no answer. <laughs> I would have to take more time to answer. So um, I'm gonna go with Dark Souls Three and Ark. Like I want that brutal difficulty of like fighting the monsters. You want. A mod for Ark. <laughs> no, he wants to be put in a rubber room because I would never want Dark Souls mixed in any game. Hell no! That's what I'm thinking, but... Well, this is like, I love it. Like, I'd love I for the combat justice. of Dark Souls to have, like, the same the same to it as Ark. Because, like, for Ark, for me, combat, like, player to player, player to dinosaur is, here's your weapon, mash, 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 mash. You know what, Giga? Then, like, I feel you. Yeah, I, I, I love actually... a good boss battle, like the yeah. next guy. I was actually going to go the same direction. I was going to mix Dark Souls. Um, you know, I haven't played Dark Souls 3 yet, so I was going to go with the original Dark Souls. But Dark Souls mixed with something just because the combat in those games is just Perfect. so smooth and amazing and uh, strategic. And you just, it, it's great. It, it's some of the most fun I've ever had in a video game. And, I, you know, that's not saying much because I haven't played, like, super many video games or anything like that. But. I really enjoy that game too. So awesome. Um, so for me, if uh, you know, because I'm kind of putting in here at this point, sorry. I would mix Dark Souls probably with something Star Wars. I don't know. I think it would be Ooh. cool to have a Star Wars game with the combat mechanics of Dark Souls. That would be really cool. So definitely not the you definitely not the death rebirth uh, you know death respawn kind of thing because yeah. that probably wouldn't work for the for Star Wars but just to have the measured combat mechanics that Dark Souls provides in a Star Wars game would be really cool. I've not played Dark Souls, so it doesn't sound so like my fun. kind of game. Is it? It's it's fun if you either have really good reflexes 
your creative or your patient. Hmm, only one yeah. of those three. <laughs> yeah, I I really I played the original and I loved it. I mean, yeah, it's a fun game. So basically, as my uh, Dark Souls. And uh, I, I don't want to turn this into a complete rated extra here, but <laughs> just yeah, the, the, the basic idea is you essentially you have the same enemies. The enemies are always in the same place. They're not roaming or wandering or anything unless, you know, they're like on a, a track wandering back and forth specific places. And the way you get through the game is you learn enemy patterns, learn enemy locations, attack patterns, things like this. Oh. You know, and it, it's a lot of fun, because like, you, you feel like you're actually getting better, because you are getting, you're actually getting better. The game's it not... It makes you improve. Yeah, it oh, makes you okay. improve. Like, your character improves, because it is an RPG, and your character does get stronger, but it doesn't require that. There are people who can play, who play through this game at level one without ever leveling up their character and you can do that because you can learn how the enemies react and respond okay so it's really cool oh rex it's gotta go hey bye, rex. i'm with you buddy All All right, bye guys let me do my would you rather because that's i have really funny one wait, 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 okay i'll, I'll, I'll stay for esme's would you rather a funny one so if you don't think so you can leave but i think it's funny and that's it's all right i'm okay. okay. almost do done it. All right, my would you rather is, would you rather have every action you're doing broadcasted by a voice similar to a football commentator 24-7 for all to hear? Oh, gosh. would you rather be followed around by your own personal rain cloud that rained on you 24-7 while being serenaded by a band Uh, made uh, of cockroaches the size of Labradors who sing your thoughts out loud for all to hear? uh, (laughs) What? Uh, what was the first one again? But uh, but I can't have my thoughts broadcasted to the world. Uh, oh my god. Uh, if it wasn't for the rain cloud, I would pick the second one because I hate getting rain on, hate water and getting wet. But I mean, cockroaches singing, cloud, singing cockroaches. I, I can't do the singing cockroaches. Like, it's not even the cockroaches that bug me, it's just the thoughts. They're singing your thoughts. They would sing. La Rexaracha, La Rexaracha. <laughs> he has to go to the bathroom. So, so yeah, so Fo, we'll start with you. You're right below well, me. What was giant roaches for? is out of the equation for me. Like, <laughs> I'm done, like right there. So, I mean, the commentator following me around, commenting what I'm doing all day. Everything you're doing. I would love like walking, walking, walking. Here. He's eating a burrito. Is it Morgan Freeman? The things that I do. <laughs> no football commentator. Not football commentator. Boom! Look uh, at that. He's destroying that toilet. <laughs> no, I want. I want a tennis. I want like a tennis commentator. This like was, a low, oh, Rex monotone you, voice. Ah, uh, there goes Rex. You had to. It would be like you know, like a football commentator, like. Foe is walking, walking, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. Oh, he farts. Oh, he smells it. Oh, he goes for the door, runs to the, you know, like every little thing that you do. I would be cracking up half the time. Foe yeah, no. <laughs> is cracking up at me, commentating <laughs> what he's doing. Like, okay, Foe is sitting quietly concentrating on the dump he's about to <laughs> push out. Like a there golf he commentator. Yes. Here goes the vein in his forehead. Oh, and, and plop. We have a home run, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and then 
decides to stand up to see how big his turd was so he can mark it down on his calendar because he keeps track of the size of his bowel movements. I would rather have that than people sing the thoughts that are going through my head because they're giant roaches. Giant roaches. Thoughts. Although I could probably make a shitload of money off of singing giant roaches. I will tell you that. Yeah, until they sing about your plan. I just key all over my keyboard. I mean, really, can you imagine that? Okay. Yeah, who's but so Foe's made his Lee. choice. Yeah, so Foe, you said the commentator. Lee, what's your choice? I'd choose the commentator also. So give us an idea of what the commentator would say for Lee in a, in a Lee day. Oh, look at that. He's about to destroy the machine he's working on. <laughs> Lee's tired. Lee. Really frustrated Lee? now. Yeah. I already start throwing tools at people. Too. Look at him go. Yeah, he's throwing tools at people. Lee turns the page to his Reader's Digest. <laughs> the next exciting article. Lee decides to live on the edge and stirs his tea clockwise. Now let's watch as he takes his dog outside so it can take a crap. Exactly. Lee gets down and sees what his dog ate and sees. <laughs> I don't have to look. I know. I'm the one who feeds him. <laughs> Is that corn? Yes, it's corn, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Lee counts oh, the kernels. Man. Um, Gigabyte, what's your, what's your choice? I'm going with football commentator. So what do, what would it sound like for you? <sighs> uh, <laughs> just he writes like he writes some more. Sigh. <laughs> he writes some more. I was the depressed sigh. <laughs> <laughs> he turns in his homework. <laughs> he wonders if it's all worth it. Actually, that's a thought. That's a thought. Yeah. I don't know that that gets Rose into it though. Technically, action. technically, you're doing thinking. So does yeah. it commentate your thoughts? No, no, doing. no, no. Actions. Yeah, no, it's just uh, like what you're doing. Then he throws a pencil at a student across the room. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Gigabyte wonders if all the paper he spent all of his money on ramen, that he has no toilet paper. So now he wonders if he should use the paper he just wrote. Yeah. <laughs> is the thesis worth it? Yeah, exactly. It's the thesis. Good, what is your choice? I want to do the football commentator. What what would we be hearing from your commentator? Um, the goon goes in. He's got the right breast. He slowly wipes it left. He slowly wipes it to the right. Now he's going into the left. He's got the left breast in his hand. What? <laughs> you didn't catch that the first time. No. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, that's commentated. I want it out loud. Okay. <laughs> okay. He slowly melts the woman as he. That would be so oh, distracting. Oh man! Oh, shut I was up, thinking man, chicken. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking chicken. Uh, I was hoping it was chicken, but I don't yeah. want to think of a. He was eating KFC last night. A moist goon mounting anything slowly. <laughs> don't say moist. <laughs> and goon falls short. You ran a oh. discharge. He ends quickly. <laughs> All right, I. You're next. What was your choice? Uh, definitely football announcer and certainly John Madden. What would they be? If the if the quarterback if, 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 if he throws the ball and the receiver catches it in the end zone. 
<laughs> then it's a touchdown. So imagine that. Oh my god! But every little thing I do. Uh, 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 oh, he's he's getting out of the bed now. <laughs> oh, he's looking for socks. He's Oh, man, I don't know if it's just because I'm really tired, but that was the funniest one. Yeah. He's looking for socks. And he's found a matching pair. Ooh, he lost one to the goat. Oh, God. Prometheus, what was your choice? So I would totally take the rain cloud and the band, the cockroach band, and take that shit on the road, and we would, we would jam out in the rain every day. Because <laughs> you would just have to think your song. You could, but you'd have to really, because they're singing every one of your thoughts. They're singing your thoughts. <laughs> it's like, like oh, you better be, stay focused. I think I missed that point. On, yeah. on what the song you're singing. <laughs> I might have missed that point. They were just gonna be singing. I thought it was like theme music. I put it in the show. It's now it says, "Would you rather be followed around by your own personal rain cloud?" Yeah, this was. Would you rather have every action you're doing broadcasted by a voice similar to a football commentator, twenty four seven for all to hear, or would you rather be followed around by your own personal rain cloud that rained on you twenty four seven while being serenaded by a band of cockroaches the size of Labradors who sing your thoughts out loud for all to hear? So I think it actually might be hysterical because you're sitting there and the band starts playing some music. Prometheus thinks this woman is really hot. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) it. Like you would just stand there while you're being rained on, not even having to open your mouth at all. And everything you're saying, like this little band of like Labrador sized cockroaches. (laughs) I am a dodo, hurt me. No. That's going to be our new official theme song soon here. <laughs> no, no, hit me, hit me. See, you weren't recording again, Prometheus. No. <laughs> rainbow Circus, Rainbow Circus. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh. so yeah, I think that would be a funny sight. I could just see someone just standing there solemnly in like a rain jacket with an umbrella because they have a cloud and like this little cockroach is seeking everything we say. That'd be hilarious. Okay, Electron. I'd have to do the football commentator mainly for the reason that if I had a rain cloud on me 24-7, I could never play video games again. Hmm. What if you played in, like... You need a waterproof controller, really. I was going to say, invest in waterproof. laptop. You know, I have a laptop. Think how hard it would be to sleep. Couldn't you just, like, throw a tarp over yourself? You get used to it. That's actually a very peaceful way to sleep, is in the rain. Yeah, when it's like beating on the roof, not on your head. Everyone's I was gonna like, say, I feel like if the singing to you, <laughs> singing well, your dreams. Yes. Oh my god. Well, no, at least they might be singing one sheep, Mrs. two Smith. sheep, <laughs> three sheep, four it's sheep. Not my dreams, buddy. I yeah, don't know what yeah. You're about. <laughs> That's not your. Dream. No, when you're about to go to sleep. I, I don't yeah. know about during the sleep. I can't vouch for that. You'll have um, to record yourself. And then sell those mixtapes. Oh my goodness. Out of the trunk of your car. No, no, yeah, I'm definitely going football commentator. I can at least control my actions to some extent. I have a would you rather if you guys want one more. Let's do it. Let's do it, Poe. Let's do it. All right. Would you rather. Okay. There's wine. Would you rather drink a full glass of wine made fresh, Uh meaning the old fashioned way where people stomped on it with their feet the bare feet 
but all the people stomping out the wine have to see a foot doctor. Like they are in need oh, of some footwork. Oh. Different things are going on, okay? Or take a sip of wine that is mouth fed to you like a baby bird <laughs> from someone that has the worst breath you ever smelt in your life. Oh, God. oh I got the gross goosebumps, man. Now, please reiterate, is this a one-time deal? <laughs> yeah, this is going to happen one time. You either get the, the cup of wine that is made from the people stomping out the grapes with their bare feet, and the juice falls out of a little spigot right into your glass. Oh, my God. But, oh, wait, but, but then it's not works. wine. It's got to yeah, ferment to become that's wine. Grape juice. That's not how wine Fine. works. Grape juice, okay? <laughs> Technicality, Oh, dang. Please. Of course he had to make it worse. Okay, oh, drink a cup of, of grape juice. You guys wanted it, you got it. So here you go, grape juice. Oh, God. But it was all squashed with people that seriously need to see a foot doctor. I mean, they have problems. Or being baby-fed a sip of grape juice from someone else's mouth like a baby bird, but... It's the worst breath you ever say. They have like the worst. Oh my god! I'll take the second one. Yeah, like the the changing to grape juice changed my answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because if it were wine, then at least it would ferment and things would be killed off. Yeah. Uh, Way to go, guys! Snowball, Way huh? to go! <laughs> I already had that thought through. You just had to ask. <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. What did I, I miss? I missed something. I'll, I'd take the, the wine stomped by nasty feet and immediately go to my doctor and get some penicillin. <laughs> you can get, like, athlete's foot in your mouth or something. penicillin <laughs> in the juice anyways, it sounds like. So, Might be, but yeah. I'd go to make sure. I'd be like, doctor, you give me every freaking shot you got. <laughs> I'll take the sip and then hit it with something hard. Yeah, that's right. I'm you know, it weird. ranges from a simple, there's a guy with hammer toe, to... Maybe a guy has bad calluses on his or feet. Maybe a guy like what's that growing in there? One guy has hangnail. One guy don't have a nail. Right, anymore. right. Exactly. One guy has an ingrown toenail that's been infected and pussed over. Okay, okay. It'd be like Honey Boo Boo's mom had that fork chuck foot. It'd be like the other guy that you got to take the sip from. When he opens his mouth, it's just dry and pasty and just lets out a horrible odor. Does he have, like, the crusty, weird lines in the corner of his mouth? Yes. Okay, let's not go there again. In each corner of his, <laughs> of his lips. Lord! Okay, I was coming up with a, with a much share. more pleasurable word picture until you just <laughs> had to do that, Fo. Ruin that one for me, too. Did you know maggots <laughs> could grow in your mouth? Ew! No! Dude, don't I, don't give Foe any ideas. I he doesn't need anything new. I feel like I want to vomit right now, dude. Oh my god. Yeah, with that, I think I'm done for the night. <laughs> Good night, Lee. Good night, Lee. Good night. Oh, Enjoy your foot juice. Lee, pussy yep. and quit would you rather. Or is it not a voice? I just it's called sensibility. He did say foot juice. He did say he's Lee gonna have a to full glass of foot of juice. Would you rather. <laughs> A good uh, night, my fellow right. friends and podcasters, Lee, and good night, listeners. Everybody in Team Speak. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee clicks the X button on the Team Speak window. Oh, <laughs> 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 everybody out to the point of submission where they leave. So, is this a unanimous wine? No. No, 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 no. I'm going mouth. It's really grossing me out now. 
I don't know. Because it's still wine from the other person's mouth, so now now it's still... No, it's not wine. Dude! The screen is both sides, yeah. Wine! It was wine, and you just had to ask. Oh, God, I feel like I'm going to pop it. Like, there's a little uh, right there. (laughs) See, so long as it was wine, I was accepting of this, but you just... uh. Yeah, I'm going to say you had to stick with wine, because that was the first thing you said. You said wine, oh, but then they made a point. It. I was I was thinking of freshly squeezed, so they're right. They That's be not a wine. Yeah, process. yeah they're wine. right. He's right. It's, it's technically, technically grape juice. That's nasty. It is. That's nasty. That's cheating, eh? <laughs> <laughs> thinking both people is right in front of you. They're stomping uh, grapes, and the other guy is swashing it around in his mouth, getting it ready for you. Uh, you have to look at them as they're squashing it. I think I'm gonna go with the squirt. I don't think I could drink a cup of foot nasty. Yeah, I'm still team squirt. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm I've been on Team Squirt. Oh my oh god. god. I'm totally Team Squirt. <sighs> I'm so grossed out. I have goosebumps right now. Like, I am really. That, was, that really nastified me. I wanted to go out thinking about singing Labradors, not some nasty maggot. No, singing <gasps> Labrador sized cockroaches Sex, a few. Yeah. Singing yeah. yeah. Labradors. But they're Wait, cute. did they, they sing nicely? Like a barbershop quartet, because I could do yeah. that. Yeah, I'm thinking they're sideways, like they're all happy, and they're like in a line, and they're like... Yeah, okay, barbershop quartet, cool. <laughs> no, I still have to do the football commentator on that one. Anyway, so okay. I don't know if it's my turn yet, but I'm going to say I'm going to have to go with the single bit from, yeah, the, the, the second one, yeah. Welcome to Team Squirt. So, how many Team Squirts do we have? Foe, me. Um, it's everybody. It's all of us. All yeah, of us I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go that way too. It's Foe, you didn't yeah. Even pick- didn't I Lee do the Lee, Lee Lee did the foot one though? Oh, did he do the foot one? We're just gonna say he did. So, the crew of Rated Ark makes up Lee's answer because he laughed. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, well, you know, it's recorded, so yeah, we'll be able to hear it later, but. Exactly. All right, I think that's it. Episode 40. Woo! Bye bye. Bye. Adios. Adios.